This episode of the Rooster Teeth Podcast is brought to you by Sherry's Berries. Send giant dip strawberries from Sherry's Berries for only $19.99. That's over 40% savings. Go to berries.com, click on the microphone, and type in the code TEETH. For our listeners, double the berries for just $10 more. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website, portfolio, or online store. For a free trial and 10% off, go to squarespace.com and use offer code GAVINROCKS. Go to squarespace.com and use offer code GAVINROCKS. Coming to you live from Austin, Texas. Live. Your name Gus, is Gus. Austin, Gavin. My name is Gavin. Barbara. Barbara. Bernie. Hello. Gus. My hair is way too long. Shut up about oh, your hair. Okay. Today is the fifth anniversary of the starting now, of the Rooster Teeth Podcast. What does that mean? Today's the fifth anniversary. This the is... first podcast ever was released December 9th, 2008. Okay. So today is December 9th. Oh, but we right. took like a long break. The, 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 we didn't start weekly until April or May of the next year. I had a strategy that worked really well for a long time at the company, which was when we talk, we'd talk about making something for a long time. The podcast was one, a lot, a lot of different stuff. That like we talk about making it, it's like, but we never got around to making it because we were busy with other stuff that was already established. And I'm like, yeah, we'll get to it, we'll get to it. Then I would just come in one day with a video or do that thing like the podcast, sit down and do it and record it, and then just start it. And then other people would get excited about doing it or like, go, oh, shit, this, like, this ship is leaving without me. And then they would like, start and do it. I think I ran the first, what, five podcasts? I think you ran the first five, which took about six months to get out. Yep. <laughs> well, you did, yep. you did that with the shorts as well. You would just pick up a camera and film like Ninja Guts. Little shorts, stuff. yeah. yeah. Started doing gameplay do videos too. The, the Call of Duty, remember the Mile High yeah. Club one? What, like that? There was yeah. also one of you playing Graw and with, with a Dan? Very, very early Dan Grushy appearance. <laughs> Danino G. Oh, can I uh, say his gamer tag? Yeah. Yeah, Dan's gamer now. tag is Danino G. His Actually, mom would always turn his router off so he couldn't play. His router. Man. Shut the fuck up. What? <laughs> well, that just goes to show that, like, I was playing with guys in a different country who weren't old enough to get permission from their parents. Oh, he was old Xbox. enough. The parents, his parents are just psychopaths. Clearly, he wasn't old enough if his mom was, was shutting like off his He was, 21, I think. Yeah. Yeah, still, he's in a place in life where his mother can shut his internet it's off. True, it's true. You're, when you're that place in life, you're not old enough yet. And Graw is that game where uh, when you die, the rest of your party doesn't know about it. They just, you're just mic, your mic gets cut off. Really? So you'll just be playing along, you'll be communicating, and everyone's like, Dan, <laughs> Dan, Dan, and then... But they must know from playing it enough that that's how, like, that person's just killed now. So yeah, but it does take you a while to know because you're checking in with each other. Yeah. It's, I, I want to do, I want to play Graw again. Let's it do it. So I have fun. a bunch of copies. So I, I bought it just in case you want to do a podcast Let's Play. Listen, we have four well, copies. I, I just want to play right the game. Here. Even if we don't record it, I would like to play Graw. Let's just record it. Graw the, the just thing, sounds like a noise a monster would make. Graw! The thing with Dan, though, is that when he went silent, you had to, you had to try and figure it out. Was it a tank or was it his mom? Right. What, what happened to it? What's That's the answer question, is Or with it? his mother, his loving mother. The NSA would be curious to find out the answer to that. <laughs> All right, host of iTunes' number one gaming podcast, what does Graw stand for? Ghost Recon Advanced Warfighter. Wow. I didn't think you were going to get the Warfighter right, part right. There. I was going to say Warrior? That's yeah. a bitch move. Warfighter. Warfighter. What is that? <laughs> warfighter. You well, fight that, wars. That's Duh. what all soldiers are, isn't it? They're warfighters. Yeah, but we, the term warrior is actually a term. We don't need warfighter. But you wouldn't go to a chef and go, are you the food cook guy? You wouldn't <laughs> say that. It's too literal. There's a word for what he does. It's chef. Firefighter. 
But that word already exists. <laughs> well, for a reason, because someone said it once, didn't they? So does warfighter. Right, someone said warrior once. War, warfighter was made up. Had you ever heard the word warfighter before Gra came out? Is that a word you've ever heard? No. <laughs> yeah. Warfighter. <laughs> but firefighter wasn't around. It used to be fireman. And then that was all non-PCs. So they made firefighter. It was around just about as long. Firefighter's just as old of a Firefighter word. Firefighter does not feel like a new term to me. Maybe they really? introduced it in the UK. Maybe. They're not really fighting anything either. So should we cover some of the topics? Since we're talking about five years of the podcast, one of the early topics we would always talk about with Gavin was privacy issues and how Gavin would always post every bit of his life online. Yep. And in the UK, there's cameras on every block or yeah, more. Yeah, I felt really safe walking alone in the dark because there's cameras everywhere. No one's going to come and stab me because it'll be on film. Even though statistically cameras don't do anything to impact So they prevent crime. crime. They don't. They do. They you- don't. How, how do you know that? Because the crimes haven't been done. In areas where they roll out c- camera systems, here in the U.S. where we don't have them, it has no impact at all on crime. Is it true? I didn't know that. Yeah, it doesn't it's... matter. It, like, there's an initial dip when people are aware of them. Then after a while, people just don't give a fuck. I and there's Gavin so many though. cameras, nobody's watching them. I feel so much safer when I know there's... Who's no watching? You're nobody's gonna, watching. You're not going to catch people live. Gonna, you're going to be able to check the Oh, you're like, oh, I'm getting the shit beat out of me. I'm getting killed right now. But they're going to get caught. In the end, you're still fucked. It doesn't matter. It doesn't help that one individual person, but it helps bring crime down when people are constantly getting arrested. Because someone didn't see you murder someone, it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Gus, can I ask you a question, and you can totally take a pass on this if you want to. Okay. Do you believe in the death penalty? Uh, No. You don't? Okay. Do you believe that life sentences and prison sentences are a discouragement for crime? I don't know if it's a discouragement. I feel like life in prison is way harsher than the death penalty. Because it's, you know, it's a long time I would say nothing. that would, probably was the case. I don't know if that's the case anymore. Death but I don't know if people committing the crime view it that way, if, if they have that deep of a thought process about it. Yeah. Like, to them, maybe death is the ultimate punishment. But I don't know. To me, the hardest part about the death penalty would be your death is a date on the calendar, like a fucking dentist appointment. And the idea of, like, I'm getting closer to January 15th, 2018 or something like that. If I die on January 15, 2018, yeah, this is going to come back to haunt me. <laughs> but no, but like, to know that that's your, the date of your death on the calendar, like, and it's coming towards you, that would be its own unique kind of a punishment. Until, uh, but it also gets pushed and appeals, and you never know. I feel like those dates constantly move until finally one, and then you get, you get numb to it, and then eventually one time it's like, oh shit, no, that's really happening would this time. Would you get numb to that? If you could find out that you could find out the date that you would die of natural causes, like this is the date you're going to die. Genetically, it's absolutely proven within 99.9% accuracy. You will die on this date. Would you want to know the date? Um, uh, sure. Why not? You might be surprised how remarkably close it would seem. Absolutely like, not. You're not going to live to 2060. No, probably not. Did we talk about this in the last podcast? Yeah. We just also, you're going to do yourself in at age 40 with a shotgun. Yeah, I'm running out of time. <laughs> Shit. Gus has already set his date. I bet, I bet I have to follow through with that, right? You can file for my, I'll file for an appeal. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get it pushed back I'll a be bit. the judge. Gus lives. <laughs> um, why, you don't think you would want to know the date? Yeah, I guess I would. I mean, if somebody asked me, is it like, a one chance to know it or not know it? I'd rather know it. Because then you can be reckless as shit, right? No, no, I'm saying you would die of natural causes. Oh, okay. You could still die of like, you know, because then, of course, why wouldn't you know? Because then you just act like a jackass. Until- so would that be someone's job to tell people what day they're going to die? Sure, why not? He'd be a life fighter. <laughs> Death fighting. People would come up to me and they'd be like, when am I going to die? And I could just be like, today. I think as we Human get further face. along in, in 
genetic therapies and genetic technology, I I really think we're going to really be discouraged by how much of our life is actually predetermined by our genetics. As we we discover that, as we go forward with this, it's going to be like, oh, yeah. Some people, no matter how much they worked out, they were always going to be, heavy. Oh, yeah. you know, they was like, they really didn't have a shot, mm-hmm. you know, they, or they were going to be, you know, four foot four. There's nothing that could have been <laughs> done uh, for them. So I had that, to really pick a height that was not going to be offensive to anybody out there. Sorry. Um, I'm sure someone's still offended. Um, so 23andMe released, did you see their CEO emailed all of their existing customers over the weekend? Yeah. Saying that they, they have reached an agreement with the FDA to continue providing their service, but they will no longer provide genetic-based health information. They won't try to be a medical... So it's just going to be where they're from. Right, right. So it's just for, like, genealogy, ancestry purposes now. Maybe they could work in some sort of code where if they find out that you're from Japan and they also say you're from Australia, you have heart cancer or something. Heart cancer. (laughs) What are you trying to say? They could work in sneaky codes by just saying you're from places that you're not and each country would... Why would they do that? I don't know, to get around it. I'm so happy I did mine already before this happened. I think they're working to try to establish so that they can begin providing this information again in the future. I'm a little bit more worried, though, going back to our discussion, was that the articles I've been reading about 23andMe, people have been saying that they don't really care about the medical test part of it. All they really care about is just getting people to take the test because they're gathering a bunch of genetic data. They're gathering as much personal information as they can possibly get. Right. Which worries me. Did you read about the Android app that was just – somebody made an Android – flashlight app and it was determined that the flashlight app is just collecting personal data and transmitting it to the company oh really yeah so what's doing and it was wow. installed by like lots of people oh here wow. I'll, I'll look at the article and give you what some kind of info would it get uh location probably, i know was one of them it, it probably can also access your address book do do doctors take any genetic material from you when you're born uh, there like was a bit of contra- some- there was a bit of controversy in Texas because uh, it was discovered a few years ago that every baby born in the state had uh, like umbilical tissue uh, gathered and collected and stored by like a state medical agency. They wow. would take uh, umbilical cord blood and you could like sign a waiver on it, and they would they would. But just isn't take that it. stuff meant to be really healthy? Like you can grow stuff from uh, umbilical goop. When both my kids were born, there was an option to pay, I think it was like $10,000. Talking about stem cells? To get their stem cells yeah. with their umbilical cord blood, and they would store that uh, well, for them to use. And that cost ten grand for them to store it? Yeah, I think it was ten grand. for. You could store that yourself. Like in your fridge? Freezer. <laughs> yeah. Dry freezer. I guess. My, my logic on it a little bit when I was making the decision was um, when I – I would draw this back a little bit because it's technology-based. When I built a house, I wired – hardwired my house – uh, I built a house in like 1996 or seven. The house in Buda. Nine. Ninety nine. Yeah, but I, I hardwired the whole house, network ports everywhere, and I'd read like about IP fridges that would scan your your uh, food and it would build a shopping list for you. So I had a network port even like behind the fridge. And as far ahead thinking as I was about technology, I didn't. It didn't occur to me that wireless was going to become <laughs> a big deal in the house. Wi-Fi. Like, like Wi-Fi wi- routers were not routers were not a big deal at the time, um, and so it wasn't it just wasn't a big thing. I don't know if it was '99 when I designed it, but um, it was right around that time. And so it's like looking back, I was like, oh, I should have just done wireless everywhere instead of having ports. Where do you think the name Wi-Fi comes from? I don't. That's a good question. I know. I know. Go. Wired I don't even know. Paper? It's uh, it's it's a term uh, wireless fidelity. 
there was uh, things that initial wi- Wi-Fi devices had to be certified with certain levels of wireless fidelity to be uh, used. So it, wireless fidelity just became synonymous with the wireless device, so they just call but it Wi-Fi. But you don't know that it's a playoff Hi-Fi? <laughs> I don't know there that it's a playoff Hi-Fi. No Sorry, I you gave you the correct answer instead no, of no, the no. joke answer you wanted. High fidelity is, is a Hi-Fi, which is what you call a stereo. But we in England call them Hi-Fis. Wi-Fi is based just off that name. Okay. It's Hi-Fi to Wi-Fi. It's not wireless fidelity. You know, that's, all, that's it's, that it's, logic. It's all it is, is they called it that because it's easy, because it's hi-fi to Wi-Fi. I'm telling you what they called it. I'm not telling you the history. You asked what it stood for. No, I didn't. Yeah, I you said, did. Why is it called Wi-Fi? Because of saying, wireless fidelity. It's because of a hi-fi. So wireless fidelity is called wireless fidelity because of high fidelity. Yeah. So Wi-Fi is called Wi-Fi because of wireless fidelity, which is called that because of high fidelity, which is shortened to hi-fi. <laughs> yeah, wow. but they only called it Wi-Fi because of hi-fi. Because hi-fi is catchy. You're taking Last week, I wrote in stuff. passing, this is from Boing Boing, November 8th, 2005. Last week, I wrote in passing about how Wi-Fi doesn't stand for wireless fidelity. It's a pun on hi-fi, and wireless fidelity doesn't mean anything. Innumerable correspondents wrote in to say that the Wi-Fi alliance said different. I disagreed and still argue that it's a litmus test for whether a given article on Wi-Fi is likely to be ill-informed is whether it takes pains to utter the nonsense, non-instructive phase. Wi-Fi, short for wireless fidelity, proof of this principle can be found in Westchester's boilerplate justification for its amazingly dumb anti-open Wi-Fi legislation proposal. Anyway, they, what they're saying is that Wi-Fi – the Wi-Fi line says Wi-Fi doesn't stand for anything. It is not an acronym. There is no meaning. Yeah, Wi-Fi okay. and the Ying Ying Brang logo were invented by Interbrand. We, the founding members of the Wireless Ethernet Compatibility Alliance, hired Interbrand to come up with the name and logo that we could use for our, our seal and marketing efforts. So it supposedly doesn't mean anything, and it's not a pun off of hi-fi. It is. Damn it. Okay. <laughs> I like how there's no convincing you otherwise. Even I'm like, okay, maybe I'm wrong. And you're like, nah. And it doesn't, it doesn't mean wireless fidelity. All right. I hate to read twice in a row, but I'm going to read again. Flashlight Android app. Popular Android flashlight app has been surreptitiously surreptitiously? How do you say that? I don't say that word. I don't know either. Secretly collecting personal data. How can we keep it I don't right say that word. I times. specifically don't say that word because the of that reason. The Federal Trade Commission found that brightest flashlight, which has been downloaded over 50 million times and enjoys nearly a million five-star rating in the Google Play Store, deceived both uh, users by both sharing location data and device identification information with third parties, including advertising networks, before the customers had a chance to it's opt genius. out. It's genius. It's genius. When do you turn on a light? When you've lost something. When you right? need a light bulb. Syrup. <laughs> so the light bulb companies made this app to know when to, send, when to sell light bulbs. Or when people lose something in the woods and they're searching around, they maybe lost their wallet. It's basically just locations of people's wallets. <laughs> and money and treasure. It pretty much is. I think I, it's more the house because you usually lose stuff like at night in your house. Yeah. And you're trying to like make your way back from the bathroom or something. I just turned okay. my lights on, but sure, you can do that too. I know. That new, you can uh, go lazier. That, I have, that new smoke detector by Nest uh, is going to have a built-in nightlight where if it detects all your lights are off and it, it senses you moving around, it turns on like a really dim blue light to illuminate the room for you. That's cool. That's cool. It's like the, when you walk, if you let your they Xbox... They came out with a smoke detector, by the way. That's what I was talking about. Oh, <laughs> that is literally what he just that's said. That's exactly Sorry. what I was talking I about. The, I heard the Nest thing. <laughs> my, my Nest thermostat comes out with a blue light. Oh, yeah, it does. Yeah, that's, uh, so I... Heard half of it. I apologize. If your screen dims on an Xbox when you walk up to the connect, it undims it. I, I, that's creepy to it's me. Really weird, isn't it? I always go to. It's like, did I? Oh, okay. Oh, do that again. Here we go. Surreptitious. 
Surreptitious. Surreptitiously. I don't know. I, it sounds like I'm saying syrup. <laughs> mm, Surreptitiously. I could use some syrup, surreptitious That'd on my pancakes. That's a great name for a pancake place. We have, uh, looks like we have a picture of that uh, smoke detector by Nest. Jack just got it. Oh, that's made by Nest. <laughs> <laughs> Jack so, just did what? I, think I, I think I want to get one of those. I think he got lights that are designed by Nest or something, like his front house lights or inside of his house. They're all controlled by his oh, phone. Right. I, I, I think have, it's Nest. That's no, it's, that's Belkin. Oh, it's a Belkin Wemo, I think. It's really Philips cool. also have the huge light bulbs that do that. I have those. Oh, really? And you can set the color on them and mm-hmm. stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah, I've seen those. Yeah. Uh, They're neat. I, I bought Jack some of that stuff, those like uh, things you can control via your phone. From his uh, From, from his wedding? wish list for his, uh, his wedding. And I think the note I wrote on it was, anytime you dim the lights to bang, think of me. Good <laughs> Lord. What's wrong with you? They probably just turn them straight. And now he's going to think of me every time he goes to turn the lights off. I would put the bulb in the closet. <laughs> Forget about it. It, it is work. awesome being so, a, being in bed and being up. To, I can turn off my TV. That's awesome. And my lights from. I didn't never have to get up. So <laughs> speaking of banging, I want to I want to segue back into something we were talking about earlier. Here we go. Where's Bef- the phone? <laughs> Hold on, it? wait! Don't jump ahead. What the fuck is wrong with you guys? Learn to tell a goddamn story. Before the podcast started, Bernie said, he, "Oh, like, like I said, I didn't say it." A go- said Bernie it. said a good way to measure <laughs> penis girth is to use the. Cardboard roll inside of a roll of toilet paper. Oh, cardboard penis girth. In the center of a piece Dick of Dick girth. Paper. What did you say? What? No, no, no. You could say measuring girth. Everyone's going to know what you're talking about. Okay. Measuring girth. What, what the fuck does it matter you to you? It's more descriptive. It's good. Um, and it seemed ridiculously big to me. You'd be surprised. <laughs> so we went, you, we went and got You'll one. be surprised. And it's, it, it seemed big. That's, a, the, that's the funny <laughs> picture over there. There you go. <laughs> it seemed big. What the hold it like that? <laughs> there you go. But uh, but that, uh, we it started doing making your hand on screen. We started doing some tests, and it, it feels <laughs> right. Gus, <laughs> Gus, you he went after Gavin. You got to tear that little piece of toilet paper off. Yeah. You're the one who fucking took it off. Something's <laughs> horrible about that. Oh, sorry, <laughs> Gus. Why don't you show us the other way you tested to see if it felt big enough? <laughs> it's immediately put it in your mouth. He did it before I did. See so the thing. Okay. The thing I was more interested in is could you. Hulk your way out of this by stuffing your flaccid penis down it Get and it. then getting a lob on. You did, you, not, could... you did not understand the test at all. Like you were saying, first of all, Barbara asks, she <laughs> says, do you use your erect penis or your flaccid penis? I'm like, who, why, who would ever measure their flaccid <laughs> penis for anything ever? Who would ever do that? I don't know. I don't have one. It would be, it would be, it would be disappointing. It'd be like, do you measure your boobs when you're when you're in a sports bra? Do you do that? You put on a sports bra and then measure your boobs? That's actually a good analogy. No, I don't. <laughs> no you don't, do you? Yeah, so and then Gab was like, "Well, I could put my flaccid penis in it and then get erect, and then then I would be fitting in it." It's like Gavin thought the goal was to fit inside of it. <laughs> yeah, that, but the, if you can <laughs> fit inside this, like, if, he, if he doesn't fit in it, then he failed the test. But I don't understand what what's the point of this. Is it because a girl doesn't like it if it's smaller than this? Barbara, no, we're just it was just a measurement of girth. I, I, I'm sure you'll see a dozen posts that go one way or the other. That's about right. Where did you read this, by the way? I read it on Reddit somewhere. I was like, that, that's like someone came up, like, this was a good test. Hmm. ELI 5, what's a good penis girth? What's that? Yeah. <laughs> hey, I, I like that. I like EL, ELI 5 now. I, is that a right. new thing on Reddit? Uh, I think it's getting popularity recently. What is it? What's explain it like I'm 5. So people uh-huh. explain, like, really complicated topics. Like, explain why I'm 5, why my Wi-Fi router won't go through one fucking wall in my house. I would really love to know why that's the case. And that was one that I read. Oh. And it's it was... Material of the wall? Yeah, apparently when there's metal pipes in the wall, that's a huge barrier Yeah, to, uh, to Wi-Fi. I mean, I got Wi-Fi in my house. 
That thing, I have extenders, everything. I cannot get Wi-Fi to work in my bedroom. It just, it just doesn't work. Asbestos? Because I'm upstairs. No, I don't think so. Lead paint? Asbestos. Is that where you use your little clear thing? No, I use my clear thing. I'm, I'm sad to report this. I use my little puck. I have like a little hotspot internet puck. And I use it at work because everyone yeah. else is just bogging well, down the internet you all don't day. I have to, to use that though because you have a phone. The phone is that. I, Gavin, I can't use my phone for tethering. Why? Because I have an unlimited data plan. And on AT&T, if you have an iPhone, if you tether your phone, you have to give up your grandfathered unlimited data plan. So you you just, How much data do you use? Do you use that much? I don't know. But uh, I was at the <laughs> – check your usage. I was in that button numathon. Uh, actually, Ashley has a tetherable phone, so we just use hers to tether mm. if we ever do it. And actually, I use the hotspot. It works pretty well, and I never have to get hotel internet. As a result, I had a great moment. I was flying to LA and I, I wanted to download a movie on my iPad, but I, I forgot. Like, I had to leave for the airport. So I tethered my phone. I had my iPad connected through Wi Fi to my phone. Uh-huh. My phone was downloading stuff. I just put my phone in my pocket. And my iPad was just downloading the movie in my backpack because I was walking around. And as I got on the plane, it said 99% and then just ticked to 100%. And I was like, sweet. Wow. It was awesome. I just did it while I was walking around. Technology is great. I yeah. downloaded a movie in my back. There's so many moments Without like that looking. where you just have to like sit back and think like, yeah. what the fuck did I just do? Yeah. My phone was grabbing movie and sending it to my iPad while I was just walking around. As you're yep. boarding the plane. And it cost me a bomb. <laughs> <laughs> what movie was it? <laughs> it was This Is The End. Oh. What'd you think? It's a good movie. It was worth it. I thought it was funny. Yeah. It's, it's better than I expected. Not, it's not as good as Shaun of the Dead, but... Yeah. I, I, I definitely not, not, went in not with... This is the end. The world's end. Oh. What's it called? I have the not, world's end. No, the world's end. Yeah. I have not seen uh, the world's end. That might be a good segue to movies for the year. I think so. So you watched the Simon Pegg movie. That's what I was trying to say. That's I have seen This is end. the end as well. And I also saw The World's you End. Like which did you like better? The world's Barbara. end. Barbara, which did you like better? I did not see uh, At World's End. Or whatever it's called. The world's end. It was there's so also, confusing. And they were also released wait, like within two weeks from each other, it right? It always happens. It happened it with Shaun of the Dead. It came out the same year as Dawn of the Dead, the remake. Same year. But these movies came out like two weeks from I each other. Was, I think it was the same with Shaun of the Dead, too. Oh, this God. is the end. They were like two months I like apart. This is the End. This is the End That's was a Seth Rogen one. one. World's End was Simon Pegg. <laughs> it's confusing. Yeah. Isn't there also it's a Jaden Smith movie called At World's End? It's called After Earth. Uh-oh. There's a Pirates of the Caribbean movie called At World's End, I think. Oh. There's a soap opera called World Turns. I, mean, I feel like I had to contribute to this horrible conversation. Uh, so yeah, we, uh, in, in keeping with podcast traditions, I think it's time to talk about potential nominees for this year's podcast awards. Well, well, so, well. Let me adjust my mic. Since we have a gaming podcast, we're going to break well. out all of the gaming awards and move them to the patch. Makes sense. So if you don't watch or listen to the patch, check it out. We're going to talk about it there. But Wednesdays at 4. Wednesdays at 4.30. For sponsors. 4.30 now. Is it 4.30? It's 5. 4. You're right. 4. <laughs> I'm only on it every fucking week. Wednesdays at 4. It's okay. For sponsors. I tweet it, so. Um, wow. Uh, so we're, gonna, we're only going to talk about the, the non-gaming related uh, awards here, which are movie of the year, TV show of the movie year. Movie of the year. TV show of the year. And internet video of the year. And internet video When we did of the, the intro to the animated <laughs> recap, that was not scripted. You and I... Doing that little arguing thing. Oh, yeah, where we talk over each other, where we're trying to announce something together. Yeah, they were like... That just, was our first take. They were like, just ad lib. scripted? Yeah, they were like, just ad lib an argument. And literally, we just started, and then, like, that's what came out. We're like, that's it, just use that. <laughs> JJ has been killing it with the recaps lately. Yeah. That was the worst script I've ever read in my life. It literally said, Gus and Bernie say, this is the animated recap, et cetera, et cetera. 
That's what the script said. Et cetera, et cetera, and argue. It was like, <laughs> It was literally just like, uh, say an animated recap and then just go and just go do the rest. He was relying on you guys to improv. That's what he was doing. Yeah. But it's and just et cetera, et cetera. And then later on it was more, more of that, et cetera, and then more. Do you say et cetera? Et cetera. I say ex, I say et cetera. Et cetera. I know et cetera, but I say et cetera. That's what a lot of people do. Just like espresso. What people do. Espresso. Yeah, I say et cetera. Here, here, et before we get but to I the, totally know that it's et cetera. Yeah, you totally know. You're a writer. Here, before we get to <laughs> we the... Uh, for and et cetera. <laughs> before we get to the uh, awards, I'm going to read this thing, but I'm going to pass this out. Yes. Here. I've been waiting all my life for these. Uh, I'm going to read this thing here. Sherry's berries. Uh, I also say both. That's where that, that joke in Reverse Blue came from. Ow! Since the end of the year is all about delicious holiday food, why not send an extra special holiday treat oh. to friends, family, business associates, everyone you know? Send giant dip strawberries from Sherry's Berries for only $19.99. That's over 40% savings. Go to berries.com, click on the microphone, and type in teeth. For our listeners, you can double the berries for just $10 more. That's double the berries for just $10 more. Uh, so we have some examples here. They sent us a bunch. I don't like my uh, favorites among our sponsors. But this is a good one. My, I like the dark chocolate and the milk chocolate. I haven't tried the white chocolate yet. I'm going to try that one right now. Um, but you can get this special offer, 19.99. If you call, you can call them, I guess. Eight six six fruit z e r o two, fruit zero two. Never mind, fruit zero two. <laughs> or even better, visit berries.com. B e i b e r r i e s dot com. Click on the microphone in the top right corner and type in teeth. T e e t h is the offer code. <laughs> uh, you've got to try them for yourself. They're really good. We have a few here in the office. People are really fighting over them, trying to eat them. Uh, <laughs> Gavin is dying. And uh, it's a good thing for the holidays. If you don't know what to get, like your grandmother or something, fuck it. Just get her some strawberries. Was that in the copy? Yeah, just, <laughs> get your grandmother some strawberries. Fuck it. Marvin, I just confirmed that they're excellent. <laughs> <laughs> These are good, man. These are really good. I got you some champagne to go with that. Oh, yeah. Marvin actually wanted champagne. To be fancy with her strawberries, dipped chocolate. I feel like chocolate. they go hand in hand. Could someone help me open this? You know, food, food is a gift. Is that never goes wrong? No, it never does. So. Um, like we would do uh, for corporate gifts, we send people barbecue because we're from Texas. We will see people a year later, and that's the first thing they talk to us about. Mm-hmm. Always. I don't. I don't. I don't know what it is. It's amazing. So instead of barbecue, send some chocolate-covered strawberries. You're right. White chocolate is good. So good. All right. Did you ever so, see what happened oh, to... A war storm. What? I was going to bring up a story about that. Um, one year you hey, guys Kyle, sent... you want one? Hey, let's give Kyle one. Come get one. Get some for you guys also. Yeah. God, these are so good. Right. One year, um, you guys really sent big. turkey to Mega64, and they put it in their fridge and left it there for a couple days, and it stank up their entire office, and they got mad at you guys for sending them the turkey. That's their own fucking fault. No, like in a joking way. They're like, how dare Richie send us this turkey to stink up our How dare they not sabotage. eat the fucking turkey? What the hell's wrong with them? Oh, they ate it. Doesn't it sound like it. That's the problem with this is that somebody would send me these, and I'd be like, oh, what? Because I would eat eight of them in one sitting. Are you ready to take a, take a cork? These are so good. Ah, oh, fuck. Right. You're going you're gonna to open the champagne? Yeah, I'm going to fire it, buddy. Do no. it. Are you really? Yeah, it's a shame. Go for it. Do it. There's nothing I can do about it now, though. We've made the decision. It's a shame, Shane. That strawberry was good. Open the thing up. Got to fucking drink some champagne with your strawberries. Yeah, yeah. Let me get Fancy. this little cage it's off it. It's going to take years watching Gavin do this. I don't trust him. Here we go. Jesus Christ, dude. Just open the fucking champagne. All right, ready? No, it's too much at me. <laughs> <laughs> just give it a little. <laughs> no, just fucking shoot it off, dude. 
You're going to spill it everywhere. Oh, my God. What are you doing? I'm fired at him. Fire! Hurry! You gotta have to keep the conversation going because this could take a while. So I'm watching Gavin. He will apparently cannot get the fork. Oh, it's good. Oh, it's teasing out. It's teasing. There it goes. We got like a <laughs> centimeter of it. clearance. I feel like my prom date right now. <laughs> Come on, hurry up! Oh, it's coming out. I see it. It's going. Oh, I've done this before. Jesus Christ, dude! <laughs> You're killing me. You're killing all of us. You're killing the fucking audio podcast. <laughs> oh, oh, you missed. You were way over him. You overshot him. <laughs> That's a full. That was the most intense. No, we don't have any glasses. This is yours. Drink it. No, Gavin. Well, I've got to hold that. No, Gavin. Oh, God, dude. Get out of here. Go fucking throw it away. (laughs) That's good. That's good. We we did give a bottle of champagne to open to the one guy who, every time he opens a beer on screen, he somehow manages to have it fuzz all over the place. Someone made a compilation of all the times I spilt beer. And every single time, I don't do anything. I just drink to the beer, and it happens. All right. Is it safe? All right. In normal public, like oh, all the time. If really? it's a ball, yeah, sucks. What's wrong with you? Okay, why don't you modify your techniques? podcast awards? Okay, right. So Mo- categories are movie, best movie, movie best TV show, best TV internet show? video, best internet video. Um, I compiled a list here that I sent out of just like potential talking points. I also have a list. What's I funny can... is I forgot about a lot of internet videos. Like I, I had to take a lot of time. It's always the case. Watching and going back and seeing stuff, and I'm sure you've got some that I totally forgot about. Uh, not really. Um, you got a lot of them. So, movies that came out this year that I listed as potential candidates. First of all, I want to say, year 2013 for movies, <clears throat> this was the year of, like, to me, major internet, or major franchise bombs. Like, big things. I went through the year, like, looking at the summer. If you were going to put out a really big movie, this would have been the year to do it, because there was a bunch of friggin' duds that came out. Like what? Well, like, even, like, Ender's Game. Oh. I know it was one of the fall movies. But that thing didn't make any money. But I made a list here. I'll let, I'll let uh, Gus start talking about his, and I'll, I'll, sh- I'll tell you mine. All right. I've got a kind of a long list. Uh, I don't necessarily believe in some of these. I just want to put them out there to argue about. Okay. Uh, but i got movies on here like Iron Man 3, uh, Hunger Games, Catching Fire. You, you already passed over, like, being in your uh, Oblivion was in the mm. beginning of the year. I didn't even well, put well, Oblivion on my list. Stuff, isn't it? Totally forgettable. There's a bunch <clears throat> of forgettable movies this Elysium, year. Elysium, uh, Man of Steel, Gravity. World War Z, Star Trek in the Darkness, Pacific Rim, Hangover 3, Great Gatsby, Bad Grandpa. Gatsby? <laughs> Shut up. This is the end. Uh, stop, and then we also have movies that haven't <laughs> even come out yet. Even come out yet. Uh, like Hobbit 2, American Hustle, uh, Wolf of Wall Street. I have seen Wolf of Wall Street and Hobbit 2. How are they? They were both good. I will be careful not to spoil anything because I know the thing. I think Wolf of Wall Street is probably my pick for best movie of the year. Um... It would be on my list, along with Gravity was really good, mm-hmm. um, and Hobbit, Hobbit 2 definitely delivered on uh, Smaug the Dragon. Okay. Like, the dragon is badass. Um, well, so I have uh, Inside Llewellyn Davis, 47 Ronin, and The Secret Life of Walter Mitty. So there's a lot of, like, I'm looking forward to that. Movies. I'm looking forward to that. That's the Secret. Ben Stiller movie yeah. Yeah. where he, like, imagines himself in different scenarios and then kind of, like, goes on some kind of adventure, it looks like. Mm-hmm. It's almost like Ben Stiller's midlife crisis movie. But some of the visual effects in that movie look incredible. I know I read that story when I was in middle school, but I can't remember anything about it. I want to dig it up I've again. I've never heard of it before. I think it's a short story. Yeah. Um, like so that, oh, that's all I've got. I think on this list of stuff that I've seen so far, my favorite movie personally I think that I've seen this year is Gravity. Uh, but I really want to see American Hustle and Wolf of Wall Street. Did you see Man of Steel? I have not seen Man of Steel. He, he, there's a word he pronounces wrong. He pronounces a lot of wolf. words. He says woof and not wolf. I said wolf. You say woof. You do say woof. Woof. 
No, I'm not stupid. I said wolf. You said wolf of Wall Street. Did you say Wolfenstein? Wolf. No, Wolfenstein. No. Okay, I compiled a list of major franchise movies that were just kind of a dud when they came out. Uh, Iron Man 3 and Man of Steel did very well, but they were both kind of like... People were just kind of like, eh. Mm-hmm. More, more so about Man of Steel. I liked, I liked Man of Steel. I liked Man of Steel, too, but it was kind of weird. I thought it was just visually really cool and awesome to watch everything get smashed to pieces. Did you read what I tweeted about that? No. I said I couldn't decide if I liked Man of Steel or if I just really, really hate buildings. Because <laughs> that movie is just like property damage on yeah, a massive so scale. He cost them a fortune. I see over here that Brandon's reminding us about 12 Years a Slave. Yeah, I, I actually have that one that I'm trying. I'm trying to watch that one, but I'm just, I got to go to theater to watch it. So. What's the movie about? Well, who's in that movie? Twelve Years a Slave. Uh, I know Brad Pitt's in it for a bit. I don't know who um, the lead is though. What's yeah, that about? What is He's that? the yeah, dude from. About? Uh, I never heard about it. It's. I think it's about uh, a freed black man who's living in the north what's who gets about, taken back to the south before the Civil War. What's okay. the one about Mandela? Um, I don't remember. With uh, Idris Elba. I think it's called Mandela, isn't it? Is it? Yeah. Does that come out? Yeah. I think it's coming out pretty soon. They had some bad, ill-timed, ill-worded tweets yeah. promoting their movie right around the time he, Nelson Mandela died. I think he died in the middle of the premiere. If I can't pr- pronounce Sir typically, then I am not going to be able to pronounce this dude's name. It's Chiwetel Ejiofor. Ejiofor. I don't. I'll tell you what he was in though. You will definitely recognize the dude. You will definitely recognize. Brandon, if you got a picture of the guy up there, we can pull him. He's up. He's got his name up there. Yeah, and they've there got a picture. Yeah, you'll definitely recognize this guy. So what's he's been in? Oh, he's been in tons stuff. He did a ton of stuff. He was the dude from – he was the assassin in Firefly, wasn't he? In uh, – wasn't he the assassin in uh, Seren- uh, Serenity? Was he? Mm. <laughs> I can't pronounce, pronounce any <laughs> word tonight. I can't pronounce anything. Yeah, let me look him up. I'm being told I'm, he was in Law and Order. No? Oh, the guy in Firefly was, from, in, Law, in was from Law and Order. Yeah. yeah. So oh. we don't know his name, but he was from Law and Order. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so yeah, so you obviously we've got awards for a category we clearly know nothing about. <clears throat> uh, what other movies did you have on your list? Or did you okay. guys have any movies? So this year, like these are these are big movies. I thought that were, were should have like defined the year. Anyone could have, but they didn't. Star Trek Into Darkness, Iron Man Three, After Earth, Man of Steel, Pacific Rim, and Elysium and Ender's Game. Like any one of those movies could have been like the biggest movie of the year, but they all just like kind of like just were just kind of like. Meh. I mean, Man of Steel and Iron Man 3 were probably the biggest ones that did well. But they, they also still, kind of even with each other. Yeah, people were just kind of like, just like yeah. hey, that was cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I get the feeling I walked out of every movie theater this year just like, yeah. But not like, that was amazing. Yeah. Gravity would be an exception to that. Gravity was good. Gravity was the know, one movie that really grabbed me this I really year. liked uh, Hunger Games, too. Did it pull you Catching in? It fire. pulled me <laughs> in. <laughs> well, we talked about it before. I don't know if you heard the podcast, but I talked about Catching Fires being like, Elite up. Well, so yeah, it's like a, a perfect number two movie in that yeah. it's like it is cool, but ultimately, I, when I go to the movie theater, I would like to watch a standalone encapsulated story. Right. Like I'm okay with with open ended stories, like Game of Thrones on TV. I love that stuff. Walking Dead. I like when one thing leads to the next. Even between seasons, I'm okay with that. Well, I think TV is a lot different than movies. Yeah. In that sense. When I go to a movie theater, I expect to get a full story like that. I'm and yeah. they can be connected to the other <laughs> ones, but I want like. I, everything I understood about the Harry Potter movies, except for the ones they split up, um, it's because you want to feel satisfied at the end. Like it wraps up and yeah. it's its own but, story. But what do you, how do you feel about a, a movie like No Country for Old Men? I think it's fantastic. Or right. Inception. What's wrong with No Country I for think Old Men? It, it wraps up the story of the protagonist, but I think Gavin s- thinks it's open ended because the antagonist. I'm not saying it's open ended. It's, it's like a really abrupt, weird ending that I was just like, oh. I thought the ending of No Country for Old Men was perfect. Didn't he die off screen? 
No, he got a car wreck and he broke his arm. Who, who are you talking about? You talking about the protagonist? You talking about the antagonist? Do you know what those words mean? Yeah, the protagonist. It all depends on who's the main character of No Country for Old Men, which is a movie from like at this point, what four, five years ago? Five oh, or six I... years ago at this wow, point. Wow, it's yeah. been that long, huh? Um, I would make a bet that most people identify Anton Sugar as the main character of that movie. He's the bad dude. Anton yeah, that's sugar. That, that's why Anton Sugar. That's why I was careful to say protagonist and antagonist instead of main character. Yeah. Because the Josh Brolin character is like, he's not even that good of a protagonist. Yeah. He's trying to steal a bunch of money. You know? So wait, who's... Josh Brolin is a cowboy who finds the money. Yeah. Anton Chigurh is the guy who is... Uh, Javier Bardem plays him. The guy that's chasing him. The oh, hitman. okay. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I, 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 don't, I don't see how... I mean, I can see like some people would be disappointed by the ending. Um, but I don't necessarily need a thing where like the evil guy gets a complete comeuppance. You know? That's not entirely necessary, but... Um, I would actually say, say, not to spoil anything for anybody, but, I mean, Hobbit 2 is definitely a very middle movie. Well, yeah, I would imagine. They took one book and made but three movies a, out of it. it's very middle. How I many mean, pages? Even for, the, even for the book and, like, the section they took out of the book. Uh, and I don't know how disappointed people will be by this, but probably 50 to 70% of that movie is new material. It is not from the book. Oh, really? Really? I guess they had to do that. Otherwise, it would have been like a 70-page book. And Uh, if you've read the book, you definitely feel it in this one. I didn't necessarily feel it in the first one, even though there was that extra stuff with Gandalf and the the necromancer. I remember Mm -hmm. you weren't too much of a fan of the first Hobbit movie. You saw it at Beanet last year, right? I was not a fan of 48 Frames. 48 Frames. And I can't say I I didn't like Hobbit 2. Hobbit 2 was incredible. It was was 48 Frames. Uh, I didn't see it in 48 Frames. I saw it 24 Frames 2D. I believe I saw it. Either that or 48 Frames. Which I imagine is the way most people have seen that movie. Yeah? Okay. Like, b- buying it on Blu-ray and stuff. TV. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, saw- I have Hobbit on Blu-ray. I can't say I didn't like it. Right. It's one of those things that falls in that weird category of, did I like it versus would I recommend it? You know? I think recommend- recommending something is like a totally different category. Hmm. But I yeah. liked it perfectly fine. I, 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 I loved watching Hobbit 2. Every frame of it um, was enjoyable. And I, I, if you like Legolas too, because I don't think it's a spoiler to say Legolas is in Hobbit he's 2. He's dreamy. He's oh, awesome. Yeah. He, 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 he's even in the trailer, isn't he? Yeah, he's in the trailer. Yeah. He's totally. I love me thing. some Orlando Bloom. Yeah. <laughs> if you like Legolas in the trilogy, the Lord of the Rings trilogy, he is fucking awesome in Hobbit. He's awesome. Well, so are there any other movies on your list that you didn't uh, get to? Or do you guys have anything? I got to totally forgot more from my list here. Lone oh. Ranger came out this year. Oh, yeah. Hangover 3, R.I.P.D., World War Z, that was probably the ultimate one that could have defined the year but didn't. Uh, Smurfs 2 came out this year. And that was, dude, Smurfs, the first one, was an enormous hit. That movie made like half a billion dollars. Wow. And this one just went, there was a Riddick movie this year. There was? Fast and Furious 6 was this year. And then Ender's Game. There was a bunch of movies this year that came out that should have been huge movies. Maybe it's us. Maybe we're just bad at remembering. Or maybe we're just getting too picky. No, I went. I went through the. I went through lists of movies, you know, before we talked about it, and a lot of it just didn't stick. Like yeah, Fast Six or Furious Six. No, that one. That one was big. Remember that the trailer with the fucking tank and everything. Yeah. Every, I remember that movie. And then Riddick. I mean, I liked Pitch I, Black a ton, the first one, and people really liked the Riddick series of a bunch. Uh, I loved Fast. Was it Fast Five? Was that what they called the last one? No, this well, last one was Six. No, the, the last. Oh yeah, yeah, that's that was Fast, fast five. five. That one was awesome. I went to Master Pancake Theater for Fast Five. Was fast Five. I went and saw Fast Five. It was five. amazing. I wish I could have gone. It was so it. funny. You know what D Box is, Barbara? <laughs> I don't know what D Box. D Box is. is there's seats. There's one. Is it theater the little cardboard awesome. tube that you stick? No, it's not. <laughs> that's that's a D Box. <laughs> <laughs> you, you put your D in the box. Um, it's it's seats, and you go and you sit in the seat. <laughs> 
And when the like stuff happens on screen, the seats move. Oh yeah, which sounds so fucking gimmicky, but it's awesome. Isn't like yeah. stormtroopers or not stormtroopers? Um, Star tours in Disney World. Kind yeah, of, this is. It sounds like an amusement of, park ride, but it's not that. Yeah, I, mean, I saw Fast like Six in D box, and it was amazing. Even like the sweeping aerial shots, they're like. Whoa. <laughs> you cool. saw that or Fast Five with me? No, I saw Fast Six. Fast with, Six, okay. With uh, Michael, I think it's saw Fast Five with Ben. It was a Ben, yeah. yeah I another, another, they're both Brit. British. It's I remember seeing Fast Six in D-Box. I remember sitting down, and I just didn't feel good that day. And I was like, man, I could totally throw up right now. And then I remember that the seats were about to start going all over the place. I was like, yeah, I'm going to go and throw up right now. So I just went and vomited and came back <laughs> and watched the movie. I don't understand that. If I vomit, that's my whole day. Like, nah. I, I knew just kids in school that said I ate a Pop-Tart this morning and then barfed, and I came to school. <laughs> I'd be like, if I barfed, I'm done. That's, that's my ticket to get out of everything else for the rest of the day. No, it's just an inconvenience to me. It's like, I need... I'll feel better when I'm vomed. I'll nope. do it. Because I need I find the whole day to recover, too. It's a deal breaker. I can't, like, just puke and be okay. I'm, like, down. I'm down for the count that day. Yeah. I, I can puke without even bending over. You just go, I feel good now. That makes me even more scared about the times you come close on the podcast. Come close? To puke. Oh, to vomit. Yeah. yeah. To what do you think I mean? Come, come close. <laughs> I think you meant like, going near you or something. Uh, <laughs> How are we not eating the rest of the strawberries? They're so good. Do it. They are good. Uh, do, did I you guys bring anything to contribute? Things. You two fucking lazy assholes on the couch. You said every oh, movie. What am I going to do? Make a movie, movie now and then come up with that. Did yeah. you say uh, this is the end? That was not on my list. All right, what about Pacific Rim? Anybody think that was one of the top five movies of the year? Nope. It was uh, entertaining, but not amazing. Yeah. I mean, I went in with low expectations and I really, really enjoyed it, but I couldn't see, you know, in good conscience, you know, thinking that, that was one of the best movies of the year. Yeah, I some, of the, the, some of the stuff series? was crazy. Like, why, they, why could they only drive the machines with their heads? Also, it's like, they, they explained very early on that they need two drivers because they split the hemisphere of the brain yeah. into two parts, and then there's a fucking Chinese robot with three dudes in it. It's like, how did they split the brain for that? Like, what's the third guy doing? And what's the third guy do? He just has another arm on the one side of the body. <laughs> yeah. so it doesn't make any sense. So there's two dudes controlling everything, and then one dude is just like, mm. this arm is me. Yeah. But it doesn't make I'm sense that when his brother died, got ripped out, he had to drive the whole thing back with just him. You'd think there would be some just manual controls for driving it for when that happens. Maybe it's like a lever that does this, mm-hmm. where you don't use your brain. you think they would have built that in. But instead, really he was like thinking that deeply yeah. about Pacific Rim? Yeah. It's robots fighting monsters. Yeah, but at least the, the universe has to be, like, physics have to yeah. be correct. The other day, I read some... And the third guy controlled the third arm. That thing had a third, <laughs> it had a third arm. Yeah, but where was he in the brain? He's just another hemisphere. So there was, uh, <laughs> I read the other day on Reddit, some Iron Giant <laughs> He's Pacific Rim fan tubes. fiction. Where someone wrote, what would happen if the Iron Giant appeared in the Pacific Rim universe? Oh my god, that sounds awesome. It was awesome. Have it- you ever seen two Adams fight? It's like two monsters from Pacific Rim going at it. <laughs> Adam Ellis and Adam, or Adam's, Adam's over here. Prepared, yeah. What do they fight about? When they get, they get drunk when they, get they drunk. fight. When they get drunk at parties, they fight each other. <laughs> like punching and stuff. It's really awesome. They like wrestle. I always try and fight both of them, but neither of them will. They will kill you. Yeah, they won't do it. Speaking of which, anybody see beginning of this year, uh, Jack the Giant Slayer was nope. this year. <laughs> Speaking of Adam and Adam fighting, it reminded me of that. Um, and uh, there was also a movie that we talked about a lot at the beginning of the year that I liked a lot, um, which was a horror film called Mama. Oh, by an Argentinian yeah. director. Mm-hmm. With uh, Schmorgan Heckengard. Schmorgan Heckengard playing two parts. Oh, he's in that? Yeah. yeah I'll, I'll definitely watch that then. Yeah. He's dreamy. There's a, there's, if you want to, you can look up a, a five minute short online that Mama is based on. I'll try to get the actual name of it, but it's pretty easy to find. I'm sure if you do a Google search for Mama short. Let uh, me get a better search for you than that. <laughs> so we don't all compromise our um, record at the end of the day. So I'm, I'm going to assume we, we've wrapped up movies then. I think that's pretty much, you covered it. Yeah, so I think 
we'll come up with official nominations next week. This yeah. is just uh, to get the process started so we can start narrowing stuff down. Are we trying to get down to five? Yeah, let's get down to five. There's a movie that I don't think it'll be nominated that I just saw recently. I saw Elysium, um, which I think is particularly relevant to our audience because it's A, a sci-fi movie, and B, it's directed by Neil Blumkamp, who was that- at one point the dude who was going to direct the Halo movie. And directed uh, District 9. And directed District 9 instead. That being said, it was cool to see District 9 and say, oh, I could see how what he would have done with the Halo movie. Then you can go watch Elysium and actually see the Halo movie because it's a ring world where all the rich people live in orbit around Earth. Hmm. And what, what is it with ring worlds? Is that a real thing that could happen then? What do you mean? Like if you have a ring in space, can you stand on the inside of the ring? Uh, the problem with the ring, someone explained this to me uh, in physics. I don't know how they do it, but um, when a ring spins like that, the centrifugal force would pull everyone. It would simulate gravity. Like a salad gravity. spinner. What's that? Like a salad spinner. Yeah, pretty much like that. Yeah. But if you have a sphere, you can't have that same effect because when you're in sp- inside a sphere, you're equal distant from every other part of the sphere uh, from a gravity perspective. So your mass, you would have no gravity because you'd have a draw from everywhere else. So if you're in a ball – you would float in the middle of the ball. You would, it, but it, if you if you shave the edges off, you'll stick to the and floor. And you spin it. Spinning it's important too. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, you know, the mass of everything. You know, the mass of the actual... So this isn't just theory. This could actually happen if, if someone built a giant ring world. It's a lot of material, Gavin, to build something that big. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably pretty expensive. But there's a lot of crap out there. Look at all the planets and stuff. Just, just get take a bunch of planets and mush them up. <laughs> carve out the middle. Yeah. Build a ring. Borrow a ring from Saturn. You're good to go. But it was... Uh, I mean, yeah, it, was, it was Matt Damon trying to get up from... The slums of Earth. He basically looks like he lives in a Brazilian slum. That's like the, all of Earth looks like that, you know. Um, and he's trying to get up to Elysium for a plot device for a reason. He's trying to get there. And there's mechanical beings like these the, – the security forces and the police of the world are droids. So to fight the droid, he gets suited with an exoskeleton, like this ghetto kind of <clears throat> like garage surgery. And they put an exoskeleton Don't on they so like it's to his body. Yeah. Yeah. It's gross. Yeah. It's pretty yeah, it's pretty gross. And uh, they add it to him and then he can like go off and fight these security forces. I'm not I can I can watch some pretty nasty movies, like with well not gore, but like stuff, you know, people getting blown up and stuff. But whenever it's like procedural stuff, I can't deal with that. Like Medical procedure? Drill, yeah. Or well, what, what happened in uh it was a minority report where Tom Cruise gets new eyes. Yeah, they take his eyes out. That was grim. Yeah, but the dude from uh Big Lebowski. And then he ate that rancid sandwich. Oh, that part in Elisa, or, uh, Ender's Game where they take the chip out? Yeah. And it's Who's all, like, gooey. And he's got those wires. Oh. Who's the dude from Big Lebowski? Uh, the, we, we want somebody, Lebowski. The guy who's, like, uh, oh, the Russian dude. The nihilist? Yeah, the nihilist. Yeah. He's in a ton of stuff. Peter, what's his name? Yeah. He That's was in a Volkswagen impression. campaign once. That wasn't was he awesome. also in Bad Boys too? I don't know. Uh, yeah, he, he was the, the crazy Russian guy? Yeah. I think that was him. Oh, well, yeah, maybe. He played Satan in... Uh, Const- what, what, Constantine? Constantine? Yeah, with, he uh, played Satan in that, too. With Neo. What's his yeah. name? That was a Keanu pretty Reeves. cool interpretation of Satan, I thought. Is that guy. I think it was him that played it. That was a weird movie. And then they had the, who's the really odd British chick who's not Kate Blanchett? Oh, oh. Um, <laughs> Rachel, what's her name? No, no, no. She plays... Uh, uh, this is the one who I always think is Kate Blanchett. She's a... Uh, she plays the Archangel Michael in that. Archangel Michael, doesn't she, in that? Constantine. What else has she been in? Oh, you would know her. She looks like uh, – didn't someone do a comparison between her and uh, Conan O'Brien? <laughs> it's not Rachel Weiss. I'm shaking my head no at you. <laughs> I'll look her up. She's got a really interesting name too. I'll look it up. Why don't we move on? Okay. So TV oh, shows. like the red hair. TV yeah. shows. <clears throat> TV shows of the year, 2013. Breaking Bad. I've got a small list here. 
Breaking wait, wait, you guys go since you, you said I took Bad. all Tilda of them. Swinton. Tilda Swinton. Tilda Swinton. Archie, and she plays Gabriel. Never in, uh, Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Bob's Burgers. Bob's uh, Burgers, that's a good one. Uh, what else have I watched? I guess Walking Dead should be on there. I've not never seen it. Yeah. Uh, I got some for relevant for the year to talk about. Agents of Shield, uh, Always Sunny was out for season nine. That fucking show is in its ninth season this House year. House of Cards. So here we are. Here we're at an interesting crossroads this year in 2013, which is should we have a best television show category? Because House of Cards and Orange Is the New Black and Arrested Development, another big show from this year, those aren't TV shows. I They're, imagine they are on TV in places though. No, they're, they? net, they're Netflix. I mean, you can definitely show it on your TV. For example, also like they're not a, they're not cut time wise for television. Not at all. Okay, that, some stuff is is from TV that they just say I is for. Orange is the new black is on AMC. Orange is the new black is on Netflix. It's Netflix, yeah, yeah. For yeah. stuff like uh, stuff like Derek that says Netflix original, it's not. It's but I'm saying there are shows 4. like House of Cards is not on television anywhere. Nor yeah. is Orange is the New yeah. Black. These are Nor shows was, that really were exclusive. Nor okay. was Arrested Development. I mean, I think, Arrested Development is a gray area because it was a TV show. But I think we've got to count that in TV, though. For now, but I think that that's, this is a category that's going to evolve and change. But it's it's still TV, though. It's just on-demand TV, hmm? right? Yeah, but it's, is it really – like, what defines something yeah. as being television? An, a like, this isn't – Serial, some, non-movie – I think it's just the format we're talking about. But then we, we talk about internet videos, too, you know? Is yeah. it an internet video? This goes exactly to what I was talking about movies, why I want complete experiences in a movie. Because in a movie theater, we don't define movies as theatrically released movies. We just say movies, right? And that's how we define them. Mm-hmm. But we don't, we don't say – but we, for some reason, when we get to this category, we say television like it has to be on a television. There's a lot of people who didn't watch Arrested Development on a television. I didn't watch right, it on Right, they television. didn't watch it when it was, when it was airing. Yeah, or they watch it on a notebook. I'm mm-hmm. saying they didn't watch it on. Oh, right. they, they don't watch it on television, you know. Mm-hmm. And to say movie, we don't constrain that to a theatrically released movie. We don't. We don't make that requirement for for some reason. This category is now in a weird gray area. It's going to transition in a couple but, years. There won't be a TV. Category. Brandon brings up a good point that we do have a, a separate category for stuff that's straight to DVD. Like we do have subcategories in there for like specific distribution methods. So you're saying this should be a separate category? We do. No, no, people don't. do. I mean, okay. like for marketing purposes, you have a movie that goes straight to DVD. It's not theatrically released. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, this could end up being uh, a way we break out this, like TV shows that are straight to the internet. Back up. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, what did I have? I think the only shows I have on my list that y'all didn't cover were uh, Key and Peele and Girls. Key and Peele's great choice for this year. Key and I feel like this was really – I thought last season was really good. This season, I feel like they really – Stepped it up even oh, I more. I feel like Key and Peele should win. I just, I just don't know what's going to beat Breaking Bad. Well, Game of Thrones. I mean, I don't know. I don't I, know that I, I would pick I, Game, uh, Breaking yeah. Bad to win. I don't know that I would either. Yeah, really? as much as we liked it, I don't know. I don't know. Although okay. it did have to the me, single was, best episode of TV I've yeah, ever seen. In my there life. was no other better episode I think that I've seen. Yeah. Which one? Ozymandias, oh. the third to last episode. Mm-hmm. Wow. The one with the phone and the knife and then everything in that episode was great. Yeah, it was. It was. A, it was a good season. That was meth in that one. uh, There was a show that I was going to put on there that I watched this year. I caught it in in its second season, uh, a BBC show called Sherlock. And I thought, oh, I'll nominate that because it's just about to start its third season. Until I looked it up, that show is going to start its third season next month. It hasn't been on the air since January of 2012. It hasn't been on the air in two years, and it's still a running television show on the BBC. What is it, Sopranos? I know, right? I mean, that's now two years between seasons. It's amazing. I watched the last episode, and I was just really confused as to what happened. Oh, People who have seen that episode will know what I'm talking about. I was confused as hell, because I didn't know anything. It was 
Have you seen it? Mm-mm. It was weird. I hear people like that show. Yeah, was, I bet it's pretty good. Was there anything else on your list that we didn't cover? People are people uh, online are saying. <laughs> they're all saying Tilda Swinton. I'm just not getting caught up on that. Unless they're um, Brandon and they're telling me Rachel Wise. People are saying Dexter because that ended this year. Uh, and we should also talk about um, – what was the other one here? Sorry. Oh, Parks and Recreation. Not an enormous fan. Office ended this year. Yeah. I mean that's – that was kind of interesting. Office still, this year? Office was this year. Yeah. Yeah. Do they yeah. still make Big Bang Theory? Yes. They do sure make Big do. Bang Theory. That – I mean everyone knows that that's it's dude, really dude. just the worst thing ever made, right? Bazinga. <laughs> I'm gonna, I, I, I joked with Esther that so I want to buy a, a whole bunch of those shirts and start wearing them in Does a non-ironic shirts? fashion to like events that we go to. <laughs> I you think know, every time be... we go to a network meeting out in Hollywood, like we meet with a television network, they Big Bang Theory gets like 40 million viewers a week. It's the number one show in America. <laughs> and people will always say to us, like network executives, oh, you guys make internet shows. He goes, so you must really love the Big Bang Theory. It's like, well, fucking oh my no. God. We wouldn't. I, honestly, me. if a girl admitted to me that she liked Big Bang Theory, she's less attractive to me. Oh, I'm not even kidding. Is it a deal breaker though? It would be a big day. The bar would drop. Would if you a put a cardboard bang? tube on, then you'd be rattling around <laughs> yeah. in there. It would be not. Be, it would not be the full. You would not Hulk out of that cardboard tube. <laughs> Have you ever seen the videos of where they take that show and remove the laugh track? I've yeah. seen that for two and a half minutes, and it's horrifying. It's just the so weird great. timing. So imagine if everything was shot that it's way. It's just all this awkward silence in between everything. Which, by the way, is what it's like. To shoot those shows. Don't they do it in front of a live audience usually? Some of them they do, but some, no, they're just to the point where they're like, fuck it. Also, I'm sure, like, how, do you think the audience is really cracking up like that every time? I mean, they're told to play it up. I I know people who have been to filmings of shows, and they say, like, if something's not that funny, it's really funny. But they sweeten everything. Like, live comedy performances, those comedy specials they record, Mm -hmm. they completely jump up the laughter in those, too. Like, if you go to one of those, most comedians are like... Well, they, like, mic the audience, right? Well, they they also add. They, They sweeten it. Yeah, as Mitch Hedberg says, which means add sugar too. I saw the, uh, I saw the uh, the taping of the Kumail Nanjiani uh, comedy special that was filmed here in Austin. It was filmed last November, I think. It didn't come out till like June of this year. Uh-huh. Yeah, and it was definitely that's the case. People were laughing, but then you watch the special, and people were laughing way louder. You can see Becca in that special. You know, that's the thing is, they would cut to the audience, and the audience is like this. Like, yeah. they're never just really like, the other people around like... aren't on camera are laughing. Right. I actually had a weird thing the year before I moved here. I saw Jimmy Carr, Peter Kay, and Steve Merchant live. They're all English comedians. And every single performance I saw was the DVD. Really? Yeah, just by total fluke. Well, that's pretty crazy. Are you on any of them? I'm on the Peter Kay one. He's a, he's a really funny UK comedian. He, he came out and grabbed one of the cameras. It's, it's Wembley Arena, so it's huge. There's like maybe like 9,000 people in there or something. And he just pulled out the camera. He's like, all right, let's see what we've got today. And he just zooms the camera in. Right on my face. <laughs> really? And that's on the DVD. Yeah. It's me and my brother. We're like, I can't wait to see all the screenshots of this. <laughs> which Which head of your brother was it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I recorded a video with his brother where his brother was describing <laughs> what it would be like if you stuck your own head up your own butt so yeah. far that your head then comes out your mouth. <laughs> no, your second head comes out of your... You know, your head comes out of your original head. No, the original head. <laughs> that's George, right? Yeah, code name George. Code not name not George. his real name, but you also don't call your sister by her real name or your cat. I no, I keep all my family's true identity a secret. We've got Lloyd, Pete, and George. Pete, not their names. All right, here. Let me let me read this thing before we move on to one, one last one words. I want to talk oh, about okay. though. Before is a uh, new series just came out with Carl Urban called Almost Human. And oh I, yeah, I watched three episodes of it this week just so I could talk about Any it. Any good? It's on my DVR. I, like it's something I'm really excited about. I really want to watch it, uh, but. I just haven't had time. I haven't gotten around to it. All right, here, I'm going to read this thing before we uh, move on. 
Uh, I want to remind everyone that this episode of the Rooster Podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Big thanks to Squarespace for supporting Rooster Teeth. Uh, Squarespace is an all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website, portfolio, or online store. Squarespace has been around for nine years, and they're constantly improving their platform with new features, new designs, and even better support. Squarespace is commerce-ready to provide a powerful and flexible e-commerce solution so you can set up shop and sell things quickly. Whether you need a simple website solution or you're a developer and you want to get into the code, there's so much you can customize with Squarespace. Squarespace starts at just $8 a month. You don't need a credit card. Just start building your website. <coughs> when you decide to sign up, use offer code GAVINROCKS. Apparently, every other offer code hey. in the universe was exhausted. <laughs> this was the last possible <laughs> offer code. Gavin Rocks, you get 10% off and show your support for Rooster Teeth. That's squarespace.com, offer code Gavin Rocks. We thank Squarespace for their continued support. Longtime advertiser, they got a great product. If you want to make a website, check it out. I don't need a website right now, but I'm absolutely going to sign up just to use that code. <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine that? In the checkout, there's a coupon code, and you can type Gavin Rocks and get money off of your order. That's brilliant. <laughs> Do I get Never to have, have my name in there one week? I hope not. Oh. <laughs> I'm never going to have that opportunity again. <laughs> you be like, yeah, it works. But like you're going to try to do that in every website you go to at every checkout now? Yeah. Like, oh. I'm going to do that. Only at Squarespace.com. What website? Offer code Gavin Rocks. <laughs> I said website. What website should I make? Website.com. <laughs> you should absolutely make that. You're done. You should make a website where it's only that drawing that your brother did of the head going through yeah. the ass. Yeah. Maybe animate that into like a constant loop. Yeah. Like the original head. Like a you're the man now dog kind of website? Yeah. Just do that. And my favorite thing, though, now, is dog. your delivery on – it's the first thing you say in the video – so first, tell us what you're on about. And he goes, right, well, first the original head, and you lose it right then. <laughs> what do you mean, the original head? It's because I'd had a five-minute conversation just before turning the you camera. Did, what, you you totally head? tell that. Okay. I sent Brandon the clip of... Uh, did you do a pun? Uh, this is the clip. Hopefully he's getting it ready. Of uh, This is uh, Gavin in the Peter K. audience. Does he know where it is? He's got the camera. Well, well, we're not seeing it yet. Yeah, wait, wait until oh. so this we is Peter K. picks it up. All right. We'll wait until Brandon gets it ready. All right. There we go. go. So look, look at all those people. And so you're going to see Gavin on the top right here with his brother, codenamed George. There he is up there on the top right. Gavin oh, leaning in. George. That's that There's me. Gavin leaning in. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's the only thing. But it's literally, we were t- he came out and we're like, there's bloody Peter K in real life. And then he pulled the camera out. He's like, let's see who's go- who it's going to be. And I looked at my brother. I was like, imagine if he pointed that right at us. And he literally just went, Whoop! And we came just like on the giant screen. I was like, I can't believe that happened. It was attracted by the gravity of your nose. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, whoa. He, he had no the shiniest choice. thing in the audience. Uh, so, are well, we done? So, Almost Human, I would say, you should definitely watch it. It's like, to me, it just feels like, um, you know, with a lot of big budget TV shows, they, they try to make it as palatable as possible, especially with sci-fi shows, because, goddamn, sci-fi shows get canceled faster than anything else. That's why you got to hide it. Yeah, you gotta, there's no way to hide it in this show, though. I mean, there's no way. But it kind of feels like a mixture of, like, Minority Report and uh, uh, what was the Will Smith AI? Not AI. What was the iRobot? iRobot. <coughs> yeah, it feels Roomba. like a mixture the, of all the that. The trailers make me think of the Penny Arcade short uh, Automata, that short series they did with oh, yeah, the, the two sure. police officers where the one's the robot and the other one's, like, the grizzled detective. <laughs> Never heard of this before. It's like uh, it's like a one-off comic they did. Okay, uh, they've done in the past. It's like the the daughters of the whatever wood shit. Basically, the premise is that Carl Urban is a human cop in the future. It's like the year twenty forty-eight, I think. Um, and crime has gotten to the point where it's just out of control. And so they pair each human with an android partner, and the android partner is like their combat lead and like will lead the way. You know, if they're going to bust in through a door, 
the android just takes the lead and just like wrecks shop and the human comes in after and it's basically the premise and uh you know as you can probably figure carl urban has an incident or in the pilot where he doesn't like the androids and he's you know so they pair him up with a different kind of partner and it's you know it's i want to like it more than i do and i really want to like it a lot because i like sci-fi tv shows and I like Carl Urban. I like a lot. Carl Urban a lot. I like Carl Urban. I don't yeah. think I, I don't think I remember seeing him in anything before the first Star Trek movie. But yeah, you did. You wouldn't you wouldn't even recognize the guy. It really. reminds me of the parody show they were making in Friends called Mac and Cheese. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Where Joey was a cop and his partner was a robot. And it was like one of those like, Hello, how are you? And like on wheels. Did they ever idea. show any of Mac and Cheese they did. on Friends? They did. Friends is weird. Friends has over time become a much better show. Like it was just kind of like a run-of-the-mill. It was one of the most popular shows in America, if not the most popular. And it was just kind of like, okay, it was like an okay comedy. But like over time, it's become – people have realized it was actually really well-written. Do you, you think know? Big Bang is going to become well, you, that? No, I don't. I don't. Or Two and a Half Men. You I don't didn't think so. that Friends was well-written? I liked time. it a lot when it there first so started. There were so many like, such clever jokes. There were very clever jokes in that. It, it was, still is my favorite show of all time. Yeah. It is funny, though, that in a cast of six people, there were, like, a couple of people that were just, like, unbelievably huge standouts over the other people. Like, Chandler Bing was such a great By character and so well-performed. I yeah. would bet all my money as well that since Friends ended in 2000, was like 10 years ago, 2004, it's been on TV every single day since then. Yeah. On some channel. I believe it. Yeah. That and the fucking Simpsons. <laughs> you I, still gotta, I still got to point out that it's Simpsons amazing to me that Seinfeld never aired in the 2000s. That show's been off the air for 15 years. Yeah, it went, I remember... 99? 98. Yeah. Oh 98. God. Like, I think 98, yeah. It was, uh, I want to say May of 98. I'd, like, I had just moved to Austin a few months before that. Was that plinky, plunky oh, guitar nine. sound in anything it's else crazy, other right? than Seinfeld? Not that I know ding, of. Ding, not that ding, I recall. <laughs> I remember seeing, like, I remember seeing, like, a behind-the-scenes thing with that guy. And he's like, yeah, you know, I custom-write these chords for <laughs> the scenes. Like, I see what we're going to do, and I'm like, a little this. Like, he's really proud of the setup he had. I really like, like, very famous sounds and being able to see the guy who came up with the black. Yeah, I remember watching a documentary about Doctor Who. And the very iconic sound of the TARDIS. He was like, yeah, I was just Which we all here. know and love. <laughs> what? You don't know the sound of the TARDIS? No, absolutely not. It's like... It's, you know, sounds kind of like that. Good impression. Not a very good impression. But he was like, yeah, I was just sat here and uh, I got my house key and just scraped it up and down the string under the piano. And I was like, that totally makes sense. I know where else that sound is. The boom, 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 boom from that. What? Price is right when you get something wrong. I've never seen that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's more of like a trombone. So this is the new uh, – Brandon, I'll send this to you. But this is the new uh, trailer for the Disney app for the new movie they have, Frozen. And they use oh, the gauntlet theme. I was going to say, yeah, yeah, I thought you were watching an episode of The Gauntlet. <laughs> and it's yep. so disconcerting to see it. Okay, we got it here. If you want to mute that, yeah. he'll play it on the – Yeah, I'll mute it, yeah. I'm sure the music is okay for so that just some... today. <laughs> yeah, like I, you started – Watching that over there, I couldn't see your screen. I I totally thought you were watching the Gauntlet. It's so weird to see that music associated with anything else. Weird. I hope you played. Well. Uh, did you, you play the music? The yeah. Okay. Good. We we can't hear that. In yeah. Here. Um. So, speaking of the Gauntlet, we do not nominate our own videos for Internet Video of the Year. Sadly, because no. we we want to be objective about it. So the Gauntlet is out of the running. We'll be realistic about it. <laughs> well, yeah. we we realistically don't want to win every year. It would be tough. <laughs> it would be unfair. Other people would stop making content. And then what would we have to laugh at? if we're, if some... And then we would take all the blame for that. Right. Gus. So that would be terrible. We'd have to shut down YouTube. For you, the listener and the viewer, we don't nominate our own shows. We take this the fans could do it you. amongst themselves, though. They can do it amongst themselves if they wish. Yeah. But we have, hopefully, a definitive list of funny 
and insightful Do internet have to be videos. Funny? Yes. Doesn't have to be funny. I have some on here that are not funny. Can I say one that I want to vote for? What's that? The Corridor Digital Portal Gun video. It's good. I liked it. They also had you the, mean the Gravity Gun video. That's what I meant. Yep. Yeah, Gravity Gun. They had the. Uh, the <laughs> one, I think one of my favorite videos they put out this year was the Googly Eye one, which was like silly and stupid, where it's like. The, every, everybody, the TV editor's fucked up one. and he makes it's everyone have googly fun. eyes. I saw the one about farts. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell was that? I'm so that was a weird cool. departure for those guys. Like, they had to put out a video in like three months and then they put that one out. Yeah. And even at the end they were like, sorry everybody. <laughs> we're making a movie. It's about farts? Mm-hmm. It's about like propelling yourself with your farts. <laughs> oh my god, genius. <laughs> okay, internet videos. Mm. I've got on my list, samesies. And this will all be in the link dump, and uh, you can check it out. You know uh, those guys who made Samesies? Mr. Iron Potato? They have not put out another video since that. What wow. did Vine come out? Go out when you're on top. Their first video they put out is one of my favorite videos I've ever seen online. It's about. really fucking funny. Yep. Uh, I also have the, the car chase outside the guy's house, where he's like filming the TV and there's a car chase. That and only then... has like 20,000 views on it. That's, got, it, it, that, that's a re-upload. Okay. That's not the original. This I was surprised is, to This see is Samesies we see oh, here. Oh, that is a funny video. I do, I do remember that. Um, <laughs> then, yeah, this is where the guy like tur- turns the camera to the window and then oh, he sees shit. the car chase. Um, this is one you sent me the other day. The Nigerian cook who survives the shipwreck. That was fucking crazy. A ship sinks. Sinks. Capsizes. You were telling me about this. Is yeah. this one you were telling and, me like, about? And like 10 people got... Well, hold on. Let me describe it for everyone so else. The ship sinks. The rescue team goes in. There's scuba. We have a picture of here. They find a dude. He was in an air pocket in the ship for three, three days. Three days. Three days. Or 30 meters underwater. He looks cold. He looks... Yeah, that you would just be... After I couldn't imagine that. And like pitch black and everything, you'd be going crazy. Oh, I didn't even think about the pitch yeah, black. Yeah, I didn't Absolutely. think about that either. Yeah. Oh my god. You freaked me out. <laughs> oh, <laughs> why would you do that? Dark, cold, and wet. That would for be three awful. Days. Yeah. You should, like do you know the ship is underwater? Like did he do you think you would try to like kill yourself in that I, situation? I might, he, Where did he put It's like you you totally try to he, orange monkey eagle at that point, right? <laughs> yeah, well he had no food out. and no water. So I mean, did he have to he couldn't see where he was. Did he have to like swim away? Take a dump and then swim back because you don't want to be floating around in his own turf. Least right? of I, that, yeah, I think you have a lot of other problems ahead of that. What you'd rather float around in dumps than not. I'd rather be dead. <laughs> Gavin, he would even pee in the shower. Let, let me put it this way, Gavin. Gavin, you're on a major tanker inside the ship. In it, it tips over and fucking sinks. And where you are in the middle of the ship, fills with water. You don't need to poo again for like a year. You're done by <laughs> that empty. point. Well, you I'm probably sure pooed, pooed a lot when plenty, it was happening. <laughs> plenty when it was going on. Plenty. I mean, that guy is, that's an amazing story. I couldn't imagine the horror that that guy went through. I hope he's okay. I can't imagine. Yeah, I read a follow-up that he, you know, he was fine. They reunited him with his family. Was he hallucinating at any point? Or he anything? probably has some, like, stress dreams. Like, how do you sleep? Yeah, I don't know. Did he sleep at all? You gotta be, yeah, I don't know, like, leaning up against something? He must have started seeing stuff. Because yeah. I've hallucinated and I've just been awake for a day. Yeah, well, you have a brain thing. Yeah. Uh, so you think when they talk to you, like, five years from now, it's like, um... How are you? It's like, oh, I'm good. Everything's good. You know, let's feel fortunate. Glad to be back in life. Any weird side effects? Well, I haven't been near water. I haven't taken a shower in five years because I would just be like, I wouldn't want to go near water ever again after that experience. Never go swimming. In any again. form whatsoever. How about, how about ice? Never. I wouldn't drink water, I don't think. I would find a way to, like, have it intravenously injected into me. You would only have, like, slushies. They'd inject it into your back so you couldn't see it going in. Fuck. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, specifically, that video is what made me think that it doesn't have to be funny necessarily. Yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like you sent me that, and I just saw like the title. I was like, 
I am already enthralled. I got to watch this entire thing. Oh, and also it's the communication of the, the scuba team to the base. Yeah. Like we found a guy here. Yeah, like the way it happens is like you see from the scuba diver's perspective and you see just like a hand floating in front of his face and he's like, Ugh! And the, the control's like, what? Oh, you found one. Okay, just move him out of the way. And then the hand grabs his hand, like grabs the diver. He's like, he's alive! He's alive! Like they just start screaming like crazy. Yeah. And like the, the CO is like... They're super calm. I guess they can see his... And the CO's like, calm him down. Calm him down. Tell him it's going to be okay. Yeah. Like, tell this guy everything's going to be fine. <laughs> Knock him out. Yeah, he must... Like, and I see his up. face in that video. He would be like... All of a sudden, if they, like, they come popping up out of the water with lights, that would be a scary experience too because there's no light... For two days or yeah. three days. Well, you gotta you gotta probably see that light through the water coming and getting brighter slowly, and you're like, "What the fuck is that?" You know, I would think in a lot of ways it would be like uh, if he's it's probably really cold because he's 30 meters down. But other than that, it would be like that sensory deprivation tank because they float you in water yeah. in high salinity salt water, and then there's no sounds or so no what's the purpose of that sight. It's because when you deprive yourself of every kind of sense or any kind of sensory input, your brain just starts to, like, hallucinate and generate things. Oh, I don't like, uh... Yeah. It must have sucked going to sleep and waking up every so often and figuring out that it wasn't a dream over and over again. Yeah, it would suck. like, wow, I'm still here. That would suck really bad. Uh, uh, Yeah. Yeah. I had the the most mundane, (laughs) freaky dream the other day. It's, like, I dreamt... Like, I was laying in bed, right? And my eyes were closed, and I thought... I bet my alarm's about to go off. I'm going to have to wake up any minute now. I wonder what time it is. And I opened my eyes, and I was dreaming that I was laying in bed with my eyes closed. <laughs> I realized when I opened my eyes that I was asleep thinking that. I was like, holy shit. What? I keep having dreams. It's annoying me. I keep having dreams where I'm not the main character. Like I you're keep, watching something like, cool happen? I'll, I'll be in the dream for a bit, and then all of a sudden I'll just be like a camera filming other people. It'll be like I'm watching a movie dream. But I'm not even in it. It's like, what the? What's the point? I think it's just taking from your everyday life of having to like film stuff. Yeah, it was literally like stuff was happening to other people, and it would cut to just different angles of stuff. It's funny you like, say that. The other, the other last night, I had a dream that I was getting a sneak peek at the new season of Game of Thrones, and the visual effects weren't done. Oh really? And then like it was a, it was that thing where I went from from me watching it to then being like a camera person watching Jon Snow. And watching all this stuff happen to him. And then you were Jon Snow, weren't you? <laughs> and then I was Jon yeah. Snow. <laughs> it was really weird. You played too many video games where you can switch death cams yeah. afterwards. Yeah, it's just it's a really weird feeling. I was just like, I'm not even I'm not even getting to dream about me. <laughs> <laughs> I might as well just watch a movie. There's no escape. I forget dreams so fast. So so fast. It'll be five minutes after I wake up and it's gone. It'll be less yeah. than that for me, it'll be like twenty seconds. As it's, soon as it's, I start it's interesting if you keep you know, a piece of paper, like a little journal by I'm the bedside write it down. Maybe I'll remember but something. The, like the problem and is and I've encountered this problem before. Dream that I, had. I like I was frantically like looking for paper trying to write stuff down. The, yeah. the problem I've encountered with that is you need to make sure you're verbose and you're very thorough with your description. Mm-hmm. Otherwise you write things like I'm totally gonna remember this, I'm totally gonna remember this, and it makes no sense later. Yep. I find that I damage the memory when I try and remember it. Like I try and remember stuff and I start overwriting stuff and I'm like, what what was that bit? And then I lose the rest yep. of it. It's like well, that was I've lost the whole thing. Yeah, just, so you just got you just gotta got like it's yeah. got to be like a brain dump, like straight out yeah. your hand. Uh, like when a, a piece of paper. When a console crashes and they, they do that, <laughs> Yeah, like data's dump. getting corrupted <laughs> yeah. as you're trying to read it. <laughs> I would really love in our lifetime, I would love the technology to be able to record dreams. That would be great. And I don't know how they would do that, but they do things every out. day that I don't understand how the fuck they do them. So. There was that scary story. I don't know. Was, did, it ended up being true, right? Where some researchers had found a way to get memory imprints off of a cat. Yeah, they could literally see, like, they could do a brain scan on the cat, and then they could interpolate what the cat was seeing. 
Yeah, I call bullshit. On but that I one. just scared. I'll show you that. I'll show yeah, you. Yeah, and the, it's like it's it's not clear at all. It's fuzzy as shit. It's really fucked well, up. You're talking about an actual image. Yeah, they made an image. They're like, Bollocks. that's what the cat was looking at. <laughs> and if you compare it to the actual image, like the photo taken from the cat, thing, you're like, oh yeah, that is it. So th- like, is there like compression in the brain then? Can the can a brain take an image looks- and compress it to like a bit of electricity? That's all it is anyway. I don't know. That doesn't make any sense. Are you allowed to talk about Joe the cat? What about Joe the cat? And his camera? Oh, yeah, I have a camera for Joe the cat. It's like a little GoPro for your cat. Yeah, I have a little collar Joe camera. Cam. So I have, uh, I'm filming uh, Archie Life of what Joe I does imagine in retirement. a lot of footage of cat food and a lot of footage of his own knob. Well, yeah. I, let, I let him go outside and then he roams the neighborhood because I was curious. He disappeared. It's been really cold in Austin lately. He disappeared for like two days when it was 30 degrees or freezing temperatures and, uh, I was curious where the fuck he goes. So now I, l- I want to track where he goes. So if I need to find him, I can go to where yeah. he usually is hanging out. So it tracks his location too? No. No, I looked for a GPS recording collar. I don't want like real-time GPS of ping. This is where my cat is right now. I want to see where he roams in a day. That was more yeah. interesting to me. Uh, so I couldn't find anything that does that. You're going to see some epic fights. Yeah. He, he gets his he ass kicked. Imagine if it looks as good as an FPS game where you can see his like cat claws. <laughs> I, I used to own this cat years ago uh, that I got from an animal shelter called Seamus. Oh, that cat was a dick. That cat was fucking evil. He, was, he would fight anything. Um, but uh, he, he would actively seek out and fight raccoons. <laughs> and one time I remember he was on Jeff's roof. I was watching him. He was on the roof of Jeff's house. A car was driving down the street. He jumped off the fucking roof and started chasing the car. <laughs> <laughs> that cat would fight anything. Was it like a cat that's pretty close to a dog? Like it plays fetch? No, it did not do anything. It okay. just killed. It, it did not play. It. <laughs> it just shredded. Oh, that's a cat brain. Yeah, wait, don't, not- Brandon, before you put that up, go to 30. Go to 30 seconds in, and then they'll, they'll have some images of the, the cat. So I pulled, this is the video of the cat brain where they're pulling images up on a computer Based on scanning the cat's brain at that time. Oh, <laughs> oh my this God. Isn't real. He doesn't look cat. unhappy. He's not he? real. Little guy. But the monitor in the back, like, takes pixelated images me. and rebuilds what the Wait, cat Wait, what is actually connecting? Is this head open? No, I don't believe it is. No, it's just a. Uh, and just what's this? Is this video from the cat's brain? I yeah. want someone to freeze frame that picture of the cat in between that machine and just put a caption that says, kill me. So they have <laughs> input of output, like, this is what the cat is seeing. And then this is like they're, they're pulling up highly pixelated. Or whatever you want to call it, images of what the cat is seeing, like. So we need to just change the compression settings. On basically, that they're at the point now where they can get you can basically see what they're seeing. It's I just like when we started that. making Red versus Blue, when every compression was bad, everything uh-huh. was tiny and really pixelated. This you're, is insane. You're just yeah. gonna refine I, it now. I at this don't point. believe this is real. I know this is from the late '90s. Is this real? Yeah. So when they have that thing on the cat's head, go ahead. How is it connected to the cat? I don't, I don't think it is. I don't think it's like. It's I think it's just holding the cat in place it? so they can scan it. But what, they, what do you mean scan it? Like what is going in the like cat's brain? Like you get see like, a, like an MRI in your head or a cat scan. Ladies and gentlemen, Bernie Burns. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Let's try the veal. He's so happy right now. <laughs> <laughs> he is gone. <laughs> cat scan killed Bernie Burns. <laughs> uh, all right, pulling it back in. Internet video of the year. Obviously, that doesn't qualify because that's an old video. We've uh, I've seen that one before. Okay. Uh, we stopped off a Nigerian cook survived shipwreck. Uh, I don't know if you've seen this one where the man sees his wife for the first time again. So good. No, and I guess, just like you're my wife. Yeah. You're this this, this guy Blind. had like uh, surgery uh, and he's coming out of the anesthesia and uh, his wife's sitting next to him giving him a cracker. And he's like, "What are you, eye candy? Did the doctor send you here?" She's like, 
no. He's like, who are you? You're God, you're so hot. You're like the most beautiful woman in the world. <laughs> and she's like, shut up. <laughs> she's like, he's like, and she's like, we're married. I'm your wife. She's like, I know you. Have we kissed? <laughs> He's just like super out of it. That's awesome. Yeah, so uh, I think that's one of the best places here. Talk about a confidence here. booster. What's that? Talk about a confidence yeah, booster. Yeah, no kidding. Man. Uh, <laughs> Bat Dad Vine compilation. Yeah. Got to have that on there. Of course. Uh, wrecking Ball chat roulette version. Also oh, good. he did a Wrecking Ball one. Yeah. Cats. Which uh, guy who did the... God, um, so cool. He did the... Call Me Maybe. Yep. Uh, I, that guy, I got to say, like, I, I recognize that, that guy's funny, but... It's the difference between someone having – someone being funny and just having a shtick is the, the difference there is whether or not you like it. And I, I just – I don't identify with that guy's humor. He's a guy who does like a bunch of cross-dressing uh, videos on chat roulette is what yeah. he does. That's his yep. medium, right? That's so retarded. I, the thing is I don't understand how he hung that ball from the ceiling in his living room. Dedicated people, dude. We both had that question when you showed me this video. <laughs> like, I don't care how anything else he did. What was the one ball. he did? Was it Call Me Maybe? Was yeah. that the last one there he did? Yeah. yeah. He was in like the bikini. Yeah. It's I mean, funny, yeah. he gets a lot of views. People like his stuff. Yeah, not, you must really of, like it. It's, it's like British humor, right? Cross dressing. <laughs> it's like right up like, well, Eddie, like Monty Python. Eddie has heard. That kind of hot warming videos, though, just seeing people laugh and smile and stuff. Speaking of which, TV shows, there's a show you want to nominate that you didn't. You want to nominate Hello Ladies. Hello, ladies. You do want to remind me. You want to nominate? I've been going to watch that, so I should watch it. I mean, it's it's cringy as hell. If you like cringe, I, it's hard to watch cringe. It I like it, but it's hard. Very hard What's to watch. That it's British like up show? there with the worst Office episodes mm. for cringe. What's that British show with uh, the, the ladies office. talking? The ladies talking. I like the View. That's a really funny name. Loose women. Loose women. I nominate <laughs> loose women for that title. Alone. I like loose women. Um, <laughs> loose women in the UK. <laughs> other videos I have: uh, Amazon Prime Air. Oh, yeah. Which is not a funny video, but it's definitely a, a what the fuck am I looking at video. Yeah, it's a um, sci-fi in real life cool. video. What does the fox say? Which Ugh. I forgot about in my initial round of videos. I actually wrote that down after you sent that list. Yeah. Uh, huge video. And also Bad Motherfucker, the uh, official music video, which I think you and I had shared you earlier this year. You forgot something. You forgot something. Or two things. What did I forget? You forgot Bound 2. Bound 2, absolutely. Gotta have Bound 2. Kanye West. parody of Bound 2. With yes. The parody is really good, but Bound 2 itself the is video itself is amazing. Parody. It's a Kanye West video with Kim Kardashian. I don't, I don't think I put... I don't, it might make the list of Bam. nominees. I don't think I would vote for it. What'd you say? Bam. Bam. <laughs> Are there any videos I missed on the list that you guys yes. would ask? Yes. One of my favorites of the year, which I'm going to let Brandon play it. Brandon, you can send the, the video that I sent you. Um, I don't think well, he's unbound right now. Uh, Taylor Swift as sung by the goat. That's right. I, I absolutely I could watch that video. It's only a twenty second video. I could watch it a thousand times. It makes me laugh every single. When does the YouTube, that is a good one. YouTube Rewind come out? Because this is very relevant to that video. I like, think everything it's December eleventh or twelfth. Yeah. yeah. So sometime later this week. Yes. Cool. Yeah. And there's the the Taylor Swift goat video. I love the ridiculous hear. aspect ratio of that music video too. Oh my god! But. There was there reminds me of two videos that I loved in the past. One was the guy who argues politics with the goat. Oh yeah, that's was a, a good Spanish one. dude or a Portuguese dude arguing? Uh, it's a look up dude argues uh, politics with an ibex, an i b e x, and um, you don't have to look it up, Brandon. So you tell people online to do it. And then the other one was uh, Usher when they replaced Usher with that goat that sounded like a person. <laughs> that one just made me laugh. Did you ever see that? Any, oh my god! Anytime it's you talk so about an ibex, funny. it makes me think of that other video where the ibex scratches its own ass with its horns. 
Oh, that looks that looks like the best thing ever. Is it the original head or the second horns? head? <laughs> it's the original head with his original horns. Ooh, okay. Reaching back to his original ass. He has like, <laughs> he has horns that go like all the way back, like way back like this, and then he hooks his head back, and it's like his horns are the perfect length. To just hook back and scratch his own butt and sit there scratching like that. I wonder how that worked. They are they just designed to do that? Or one day was his horn long enough that he did this and was like, oh. oh I get yeah. it. <laughs> that actually worked. So I know I'm going to be shot down right away. But have you considered doing uh, Vine of the Year? Shut up. Well, he did have, he did have Bat Dad on there. Yeah. yeah. Bat Dad compilation. compilation. It's Bat Dad compilation of Vines. If I know we can't have him. If you could nominate one of our videos, your oh. favorite video of, of the year for you, what would it be? Gosh, I don't know. Um, I didn't think about that for a little bit. Yeah. yeah. It'd be tough to nominate. We could, we'd make a lot of videos. It'd be tough. I think it'd be that Let's Play Rainbow Six where you had your face on your the face on you, the, on you the blew yourself soldier up. soldier was fucking amazing. That, I, I've never laughed so hard. <laughs> One of those other moments where I just pressed the wrong button. <laughs> ooh, ooh. <laughs> I tried so hard to get away from it. I would probably vote there, for was Surgeon Simulator this year. Yes. But there's always, yeah, there's always funny stuff though that That's takes place. Was Surgeon Simulator this year? Yeah. I don't know if it was. I'd vote for that. That's probably the most fun I've had making a video. It was this year. This year yes. The, uh, the uh, there was a recent Let's Play where you you did something really funny like you leaned back too far and then fell over. And then Michael was going, what was wrong with you? And you guys leaned back, and then you headbutt Michael right in the face <laughs> that was immediately. And it was so funny. It was just so funny. I was describing what I just did, and I headbutted him while also I was Also Farm Simulator. Because he's yelling farm at you simulator. while you, yeah. you headbutt him in the face, <laughs> and, he, and he doesn't get any matter. I was he's just like, He's already dance. at the top. I'm secretly just trying to break the Awu camera every week. Today's one was insane. We were rattling. We did it like another it uh, Lads Action News today. Lads Action News. Whenever Jack's Always out of town, we do Lads Action News. So next week too. Oh no, he's back next week. He'll probably be back next week. Right. <laughs> uh, there's just so many videos we put. I don't know if I could pick one. Yeah, it probably. I'm biased. It'd probably be an animated adventure. Although I really like Immersion too. That was this year. Immersion was good. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, that was another. That was another it's good funny. One. I can always remember when Game of Thrones started this year because we were in Atlanta <laughs> filming Immersion. It's true. So it's like it was the end of it was the end of March. That was right after PAX or right before PAX. It was it was after I believe. And that ordeal that we had. Fucking PAX driving. Season. Driving <laughs> oh, yeah. from hours. New York to Boston. Fucking <laughs> with all the kids in the back. I always laughed really hard every time we made vines, too. I just, we just laugh uncontrollably. Which we got to do. We, we, we I got, keep trying to get you guys together at the same place, same time. We're all here right now. Let's yeah. go. Let's go. Fr- we'll do, want to do some more Friday? I'm out of town. <laughs> You're also out of town. You're out no, town. I'm back. I'm back oh, really? Friday. I'm back Friday, yeah. How about yeah, Monday time. or Tuesday of next week? That works for me. Does it work for you? All right, we'll discuss this offline. Let me check that? my schedule. I'm going to England. You oh, are? Well, that's maybe the next weekend. That's for Christmas. When is that? I is Christmas know. soon? It's not like this weekend. It's the one. Okay. I leave on the 20th. Uh, Hanukkah's all done, right, Barb? Oh, yeah. Hanukkah finished on the 5th of December. It's fast. Why does remember being closer to Christmas? What makes it shift? What's it, the... it goes by the Hebrew calendar. Okay. Which Gus explained last week because you. The Hebrew calendar is lunar based, so most months, most months have either 29 or 30 days. I see. So it falls further and further back. Yeah. Over time, so eventually it'll be in like the summer. Every now and then, uh, they have a calendar correction. To correction try to, to try to make like it that. sync up with like the solar they, calendar. It's like when they add a leap second. It seems racist to say correction. So if they did not have a correction, uh, the two Thanksgiving and Hanukkah would not line up again until like the year seventy nine thousand eight hundred eighty. Yep. See you then. <laughs>
<laughs> Let's make a date. Thanksgiving. Um, Thanksgiving. So there, was, there were some other things I want to talk about this year. We're, we're done. We'll, we'll come up with official nominations for our categories next week. This is just a, a starting point for talking. Um, there's some other stories that came out that I want to talk about today. Specifically, there were two stories out of China, which has become like a bed for weird things happening. The first was, you know, obviously they've been having huge smog problems. Uh, I don't know if you ever see the pictures on Reddit. Yeah, Dragon. Post, where people post photos like out of their high rises and it's just like smog everywhere in Shanghai. Yep. Uh, it's really bad. I mean, it's like well above uh, any type of safety level that has been set for air quality standards. And a nationalist newspaper in China ran a story talking about how the smog was beneficial because it deters uh, anyone trying to invade Chinese cities because it dis- it'll disrupt their missile guidance systems and their troop movements because so they won't be defense. able to see. I mean, it's a defense mechanism. You I was like, see the silver lining in something. That's it. It's like, you can't invade us because we're already dead. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Did you see the picture on Reddit of the guy's um, breathing mask? Yeah. It was just After like... one day of being outside, it was just black. Yeah, I guess nobody bombs a graveyard. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then uh, another crazy story I saw that came out from China today was that uh, a 38-year-old man was out shopping with his girlfriend. They had been shopping for five hours at a mall. Ugh. And uh, he wanted to go home. She wanted to keep shopping. When he said that they should stop, she started berating him, telling him he was a cheapskate and that he was ruining Christmas. So he <laughs> threw all of his bags down and jumped off the seventh story of the mall uh, onto the floor. Oh, uh, oh don't He was getting wheeled out. And, uh, what? Did and, he uh, die? Yeah, he died. Oh, my God. Uh, Why, yeah. dude? I mean, there's there's probably so much more to that story that we don't know. Oh, probably. I mean, I mean, I, well, I mean, here's the, here's maybe the, he just really hated shopping. I, I would <laughs> like to know where we are. I'll look it up right now. But I want to know where we are in the uh, China one child policy. They're starting to ease that up. No, no, I know. But when did that start? So is like the generation that's alive now part of that one child? Yeah. Because I remember when I was a kid. So I would assume like anybody from like. 10 to 50 grew up under that policy? I would assume so, yeah. And I know they are easing it up a little bit, but it's what, what, what that did, I think, over time was it skewed towards male births, is that Ch- the Chinese favored male births. Um, and so I think we're going to see a skewing here. And so like Barbara's saying, there's more to it. It's like the pressure on Chinese males must be enormously high to yeah. make their girlfriend happy or so to make their wife happy. It started in 79. By the it way. started in 79. Mm-hmm. So, like, what are the demographics of China? I want to say – I'm going off the top of my head. I'm trying to look up the actual statistic here. I want to say there's 4 million more men than women in China. Damn. I should move to China. That's 4 million dudes that will just statistically can't get a wife. So, it looks like – if this, if this chart I'm looking at is correct, it's uh, – Which over a billion people is not 1. that 1.2 to 1 ratio. 1.2 to 1. So basically, so it says twenty percent of all the men can't don't can't get a wife. Yeah, but one in ten of those is gay anyway. One in ten is gay. But then one in ten of the women is gay too. So right, it it, the you still lose too. it. Yeah, but then they can do each other. Who can do each other, Gavin? The people who aren't involved. The wait a minute. Okay, <laughs> so one in ten people are gay. So the people who aren't involved can do each other, guys. Well, it brings the number down, doesn't it? Yeah, but you got to assume that sides. it happens on both sides. So yeah. it, 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 if it happens proportionally across both sexes, then it would drop. So twenty percent of the male have no uh, no chance of finding a wife. So uh, nine million more nine men million. than women. Nine million more. Thank you, Brandon, for. The facts I mean, with the booming economy, too. Obviously, there's a higher chance that 
you know, men can draw in women from other country and get married there. But that's that's a significant population. That's like the entire population of uh, Houston, more yeah. that couldn't be married. That's like a that's a weird thing to take away from somebody. It's an enormous amount of pressure, you yeah. know. And it skews things definitely more towards towards women. I mean, nine million people across a billion. Doesn't seem like a lot, but it is at the end of the day. It is nine million people. Must be a lot of pressure to just like have a good job and be very attractive as a man in China. It definitely skews the power. Oddly, skews the power more towards the women yeah. in those kinds of relationships. I mean, it's just they, they can make you go shopping for five hours. Grow power. Yeah, and, and she's telling you not like who knows what she's saying. Mm-hmm. You know, she it's like oh, you know, <clears throat> she could be comparing him to other guys too. Like he would buy me shoes if I was with him. Da, 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 Do you da, think da, da. that makes for more effective evolution? Makes for more effective like natural selection. Be yeah, because in the animal kingdom, the females only shag like the best, biggest, and strongest male, right? And then all like the males have to compete you. and perform. And well, I think that also kind of assumes that the, I mean, all of genetics is skewed towards the male. I mean, you know, it helps refine one side of the genetic equation, but not the other. I mean, if the women were all dying off because they were competing at birth or in childhood, fighting to the death, and that's why there's less women. Then yeah, like then natural selection. Yeah, I think he's saying is are the are the best male specimens being selected as a result of this? Yeah, like women aren't having to settle for just nothing. Yeah, but I don't dudes. know where we are in human evolution. Like, are guys getting better? Looking we kind of time? exist outside of natural evolution. The reasons why a woman would pick a man in human society are not necessarily the same ones as like evolutionary benefits. Right. Like she wouldn't necessarily pick a guy who can kill all the other guys. She might pick a guy who's got the biggest house. You know, yeah, who's not necessarily the I best guess in evolution. If it's if it's from an animal point of view, like a woman could marry the dude with the biggest forehead or something okay. for like headbutting and stuff <laughs> for <laughs> headbutting for cracking open walnuts. With my dear, yeah. So we're we're far enough away from animals. Where it's, you know, every, so time, every not, time we talk about evolution, I always these questions pop up. Like, there's some animals that can see an ultraviolet and all that, right? Why wouldn't if you could develop where you could see an ultraviolet and see across a bigger spectrum, or like animals can hear across a broader spectrum, why wouldn't humans just have that too? Like, why we wouldn't do. it we just can be... see ultraviolet? It's just a filter on your eye. Why, you well, can get it removed and then see ultraviolet. Right, right. But why wouldn't the ones who don't have that filter? Why wouldn't that be a benefit to us? So why we... wouldn't having a higher range of hearing just be a benefit, and we would just end up with that? What's the efficiency of having a more limited hearing range? That's interesting. But I mean, we figure that it was. You evolved with that range for a reason. Right. Also, we just don't yeah. know what it'd that be, reason is. It'd yeah. be sensory overload, wouldn't it? If you could see ultraviolet as well, it'd be too much. You, you don't need it. It's like when bloody Superman You're only saying starts, that starts, it. He starts yeah. x-raying through everything. It's like, ah, oh, there's too much going on. I can see through everyone's faces. <laughs> is that what Superman said? Was that Superman 13, I think? Uh, no, no. It was Man of Steel. Steel. Man of Steel. <laughs> oh, okay. Man of Steel all of a sudden starts like, looking through everyone. He's like, and then when General Zod lands on Earth... Because he's on Earth, he starts seeing it too, and he's just like. By the way, I gotta say, not spoiling anything in Man of Steel, their logic in that fucking movie is so stupid. Like what? Why would the Kryptonians want to terraform Earth and make it like Krypton? And when they found a planet where they're all fucking super beings, and it's like, oh, we'd be uncomfortable for a few years. It's like, so be uncomfortable for a few years, and then you end up where you can fucking fly. They're based on very human like. Land where gravity was like normal and stuff. If all of a sudden everyone could fly, they they wouldn't have the technology to deal with that, would they? But also, if you could coexist with another species where you're the one that can fucking fly and jump through buildings and everything else, 
Why would you give that up? Also, what's the plot? Terraforming? Wasn't that the Kevin Spacey one also? Lex Luthor wanted to make more land? Oh, no, no. It's terra- They're terraforming Earth to be like Krypton. Oh. That's they they put one ship at one end of the planet and one at the other, and they start like changing the mass of the planet and injecting another atmosphere around the Earth. Man of Steel is the... I, I always complain that superhero movies, Superman movies, always want to do his origin story, which they did in this movie, and they did it pretty well. The weird thing about Man of Steel is it's an alien movie. They treat Superman like he's an alien. Yeah. I mean, they literally do is. that. They literally do that. Like, they, the, the people in the movie approach him as though he's an alien being. And they're worried about him f- infecting other humans with some sort of weird alien parasite. And yeah. he's like, I've been here 33 years. I've not infected anyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's totally, the whole thing is totally, like, from the perspective of the people in the movie, it's not a superhero battle. It's aliens also, that are attacking Earth. And no point is he Superman in a traditional sense of, like, saving the day, rescuing people from just everyday things. Nope. He doesn't do that once. When he's a kid, he kind of does. He saves the bus. Well, he does that thing. Yeah, he does the thing where he saves people during the fight. Yeah. And it's a distraction that they see that. Yeah. But he's never, like, in Metropolis just going day to day. No, Metropolis. <laughs> nothing left He would it. not be Metropolis' favorite son because he shows up in Metropolis to basically break down every skyscraper. I, I was thinking, it's, probably, it's not really a spoiler, but they trashed the place. We've already said that. I was thinking at the end of the movie, he should probably have apologized to someone on Earth about all the damage. And after the fight's over, he swats down a UAV. And the guy goes, wow, that was like $18 million worth of equipment. <laughs> so instead of saying sorry for all the damage, he just damages one more thing. And there's also part of that He's movie a bit of a prick. Where he's smashing up the whole place. Then Zod realizes that he can fly too. They go up to space and start smashing up a satellite. Like, the Earth was damaged enough. Let's break some stuff that's in orbit as well. Does Zod really realize he can fly? Yeah. Because he does the thing where he's, like, cl- like crawling up the building. Well, the thing is, everyone from Krypton is wearing armor that you can't fly with the armor on. Uh, the whole it? point of Superman's suit is that it's the undergarment for the armor. That's the only reason that thing is there. Yeah. And when he takes all the armor off, he's light enough to fly. I was so numb to the destruction. I, dude, if you want a cush job, get a job as a set designer <laughs> for the next Man of Steel movie. Because it's like, we need you to build 8,000 sets. <laughs> And like, well, what are you going to use it for? That sounds great. Don't worry about it. Because they're just going to take all your work and fucking demolish it. it. They demolish every kind of set you could imagine. (laughs) From everything from a country diner to a skyscraper office. Every single set exists. Oh, now I want to see it. They smash up. That makes makes it sound really cool. At one point, point, this big dude throws Superman through a supermarket. Then he goes through the back of the supermarket, through a fucking train, goes through the train, ends up in a bank, and goes into the vault. That's one shot. He goes through like three different sets. And then Jeez. a train gets thrown at him. It's just for the destructive mayhem, it's worth watching Man watch, of Steel. I will watch that. They should have marketed it that way. Yeah. There's some just really that's visually that's impressive stuff. Like when, when he realizes he can fly as well, Superman just starts punching him through the air and flying up to him, punching him again. There's like three punches where it's like, and they're just flying and punching. There's it's a like lot the of stuff in that thing. movie they get spot on. Yeah. It's they cool. also get like. There's, like, little mechanics of him trying to fly during a fight and then being stopped. And then they also handle super speed better than I've ever seen it handled in any other kind of format. Like, there's a scene where one of the Kryptonians, she's, like, the, the female. It's kind of like Superman 2, the original one. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Zod and his underlings, but they're, they're, they're really understated. And the female underling 
she gets in a fight with some humans and she's like zipping between them, punching them. It's scary as fuck. Yeah. Because you wouldn't be able to do a goddamn thing. And I like that they didn't do the Smallville thing where they slow everyone else down and he's moving at normal speed. No. They just show them moving faster than normal humans at at normal speeds. So yeah. Like, it's like, oh, Jesus, God damn. So you enjoyed it. You enjoyed Man of Steel. I really liked the movie, I, yeah. I liked it too. I, 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 was, I was disappointed that I didn't see it, see it sooner. Well, it's, it's, it's very, f- it's for a Superman movie, it's very bizarre. I always get dumb tongue because I say Superman's my favorite superhero. But he's apparently like a crappy superhero. I like him though. I like that story. Yeah. What do people usually say? He's just like wimpy and he doesn't kill anyone and stuff. It's like the well, Kill Bill thing where he's uh, he's a commentary on on human civilization, making fun of us. Oh. Mm-hmm. That's a little deep. Um, all right. Well, we're at time. We got to wrap this. I thing have up. one more thing. Before you have we one go? more thing. The UK store just opened. That's badass, by the way. Uh, so if you are in Europe or uh, more specifically United Kingdom, where it's actually housed, you could get all Shout the merchandise. So this means people in Europe will have reduced shipping times since if you yeah. order from that region, everything will be shipped out from the UK. Yeah, you don't have to pay crazy custom fees or anything like that. I didn't get to talk much about Buttonumathon, but everyone should go see Wolf of Wall Street when it comes out. Wolf of Wall Street? Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> Hobbit <laughs> 2 was great. I thought it was good, but, you know, with obviously my caveats for middle movies, which nobody else cares about. I also saw the new Miyazaki film uh, called... Well, the Wind Rises. His I final film? Is that his final film? Supposedly. I'm not a fan. So is he is he dead? No, no. I, I heard he's retiring. Oh, he's retiring. Okay. Yeah. So it's a uh, Japanese animation. It's uh, um, The Wind Rises. I believe it's about the guy who, uh, basically, the designer of the Zero, but like a very fantastic version of that. Hmm. So interesting. It was, uh, it was interesting. All right. Well, come back next week. We'll get our official nominations in for podcast awards, and we'll be back, of course, on Wednesday with another episode of the Patch. Bye. I love you. It's a podcast. It's a, it's a podcast. It's a podcast. Listen up through the speakers. Yo, iPhone, earbud, stereo. This normally only just rolling the flow. Team Blue forever. The rest they glow. You know why you're here. Rooster teeth and a tank of beer. Random shit off the top of the head. From World of Warcraft to Left 4 Dead. Gus and Monty, Bernie's cool. Yo, hey man, and Gabby know. Sometimes Jack from hunting games. There are just so many names. A kid named Carrie, also Miles. Almost forgot Jeff. Don't get wild. Brandon, Michael, David, Chris. I feel like someone else was missed. Also Marshall, Matt has class. Now I've saved the best for last. Griffin and Lindsay, is it true? Holy shit, they got girls too. Alas, some friends may have come and gone. Names may still be in the song. So friends departed, you keep crunk. And remember once drunk, tank always drunk. <laughs>